Hi everyone and welcome back to Fire and Dumb Film. Today we are bringing you our spoiler review, similar to what we did with Spider-Man No Way Home, but this time for the Batman. Um, I've once again been joined by Ty and Ollie. Um, as if you're on YouTube watching this, you'll be able to see. If you're on the podcast, you're just hearing voices again, you know. <laughs> it is. It's just now that we're really conscious about what we're doing. Because me and Ty always say this when we do the wrestling podcast, we just start looking down and we start looking at our phone and all this other kind of stuff. Now we've got to be kind of receptive. Yeah, kind of. (laughs) Well, I I never, I always look at my screen and my camera is up there. Like it's not, my camera's not connected to my laptop. So my camera's there, but I look there. Yeah, so you're always looking down anyway. I'm always looking down. So yeah, I'm like. Not helpful to anybody. Oh, I need a mirror, I think, and then I can talk to myself. Maybe that's what I need. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. We'll figure it out. It's all good. Yeah, all good. it'll be right. So <clears throat> we all watched the Batman yesterday. So as we record this and as it's going out, it's Saturday the 4th, the 5th of March, 5th of March, yeah. and we all went to go and watch Batman yesterday. Um, Ty went early in the morning, so <laughs> he's he's fine. He's well-rested, you know, apart from the fact that he's had porous and all that kind of stuff. Um Ollie, you went, I think, a little bit earlier than me. Yeah, I went at... uh, It's screening started at 7, so the film started at about half 7 because of all the trailers and stuff like that. Yeah, so I I was in for 8. I was in for an 8 o'clock screen at the IMAX in Manchester. Um, Didn't get home till at least quarter to midnight. So, yeah, pooped. Um, But here we are. We've all been looking forward to it, and I think the first thing we should do is kind of how Ty started this video call with me. And he said, what did you think of it? So, Ollie, sort of not too detailed. What did Just you think? Just five words. <laughs> five, five words. I got. I have to count them then. My brain yeah, shelf. Like, it's Saturday. What, one, one sentence, that's it. Yeah. <clears throat> I loved it. Oh, that'll Simple do. Simple as, that's all I need to get it. Do. I, I loved it. Really loved it. Ty? Um, yeah, I... I I was pleasantly surprised, we'll say. Okay. Not that I didn't think it would be good. I was just, like, as people know, I'm, like, a huge Batman fan. And it's one of them situations where you're always kind of like, this could go one way or the other. You know what I mean? And I, like, I don't really care what, like, critics say in that, but, like, I want to like it. I don't want to, like, come out and be like, "Eh, right, okay. Mm. You know what I mean? So, which I haven't done yet, and I did really enjoy it, but I was, like, really surprised at how good it was. Yeah. Yeah. Sceptical. I I enjoyed it. There's a lot to mull over, and Mm. I think I probably am going to go and see it again. Yeah, probably. Because I think what, what always happens with ones like this is that I go in almost assuming it's going to go a certain way, and then... I have to kind of really think about my own opinion of it. And then when I go back and know what it, know what it is and know what it's trying to do, I can then appreciate it again. Um, Because again, like I was saying to you, Ty, that all I had in the back of my mind, and I tried not to do this as much as possible was what if it's better than the dark Knight? I don't think it is. Nah, I don't think it is. So I'm not kind of, I'm uh, well, I think it flirts with it, personally. I think yeah, I think like, there are there's, elements of it, definitely. There's, yeah, there's moments of it where you do think, ooh, are, are we going somewhere with this? But I think it, when you reflect on it overall, 
yeah. the Dark Knight. Just it's so the Dark Knight. Like the Dark Knight as a film, like in itself as a contained, just that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Is that, all right. I. All right. so what i'm gonna have to do is i'm gonna have to rely very heavily on the kind people that have edited wikipedia and put all the plot in because when we did the spider-man one i had like a day two days to write write notes and all that kind of stuff i've not done it overnight so we'll we'll, we'll go through as best as we can i'm not going to kind of regurgitate the script i know tell me about it (laughs) um but we'll kind of hopefully hit points and again like we did with with, when when we did the spider-man one um if there's a point where you just want to pick up on something by all means just jump in um so i mean the film starts off with the murder of the mayor in office at the time don mitchell now i i didn't think it was going to start that way um, but the instant sort of tonal sort of giveaway for me was Riddler stood in the background like a horror villain just stood yeah. there in the dark waiting. And I was like, I'm going to get on board with this. This this is this is a serious Riddler that we've got here. Um, and then it was almost like that uncomfortable way of he's going to do something to this guy. He's going to attack this guy. When's it going to happen? And you're waiting and he turns the TV off and all that kind of and then that awful scream that he lets out before he whacks him over the head with that tool. Like, I just thought this is this is setting everything up here exactly as we need it to. The one thing I liked about the opening sequence, and I mentioned this to you too, is there's a, there's a bit of a voiceover that we get from Batman where he's journaling and he's writing things down and he's, he's, he's sort of, he's, he's almost like a Sherlock introspective sort of, I'm going to write everything down so I can keep track of everything. Um, And I really wished that we would have got that further throughout the film, but it kind of just does away with it a little bit. We get it later in towards the end, but I thought, oh, this is what we're getting. Then we're getting an introspective Batman. We're getting him contemplating his decisions and the voiceover is going to let us in a little bit on those things. Um, But in terms of the first time we see Riddler, the, the sort of the crime scene afterwards as well. It was really moody and it was really dark. And all I could think in my head, Ollie, was Sam's going to love this. And I'm looking, <laughs> forward to, I'm looking forward to seeing Sam on Monday so I can talk to him about it. Um, um, Manu, she's going to love this, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, my God. That, uh, that, that intro on. scene to the Riddler, though. Yeah. Like you said, it sets the tone perfectly. I remember, like, the first time... So I remember the first time I saw, you know, like the first trailer for this where they're playing uh, something in the way and you see that scene of the Riddler like getting mm. his gaffer tape ready and it turns out it's for the mayor. And did like at that point, did you know that that was meant to be the Riddler? No, I was convinced yeah. it was Hush. Yeah, it might have been Hush. And I, like, I remember that even flashing up at some point in the film. I yeah. can't remember when, but I'm bringing it over because I was like, oh, is that meant to be an Easter egg to Hutch? Uh, I don't think it was. But um, yeah, like, we've, I don't think, I don't know if there's even, has there been a Riddler like this in the comics, Tom? No. Like, oh, where they go full no. serial killer, no. Zodiac killer vibes. He, I mean, there's probably elements of it, I would say, and the way he's done things and like, um, like leaving the cards and stuff like that and being mm. like, 
that type of sort of character, but to look like that and to go into it like because the, the look is like total is mad. Like yeah. you it's not like any riddler that anyone knows, I don't think, which is really it's it's really good, but then these parts of me that's like shit. You could like you couldn't have had this riddler dressed in like a suit with question marks on. So no. the best thing they did was to like totally take it away and just be like, the only thing we need is for it to be green. Mm. And he's a lunatic and he's insane. But um yeah, we're gonna call him the Riddler rather than people knowing that he's the Riddler, which yeah. is I, I think is probably the best thing they did. Um, for like, because you get extra stuff now. It's on YouTube. Like, look at the difference of that. Oh wow. my, it's God. ridiculous, isn't it? Like, mad. that is but night is the, and day, and it's, it's the Zodiac the killer. Same. Yeah, it's the Zodiac killer. You, if if you've seen the film Zodiac and one of the descriptions of the Zodiac killer from one of the survivors, that's the outfit. Yeah, this yeah. weird yeah, kind yeah. of like leathery coat, the weird um combat rain mask or whatever it's meant to be, like. I love that he puts his glasses over it as well. Like, yeah. Like, I Let's still make sure I can glasses. see everything. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like I still need me glasses. Like yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm gonna compromise the suit for me sight. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Could you wear? Uh, hey, hey, could you wear contacts, mate? No, 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 no. Got to wear these see-through glasses. Batman's got the contacts gimmick in this one, so no yeah. one else can copy. I liked yeah. that though. That yeah. was really clever, yeah. yeah. And, it, and it wasn't just like a one-off, like, oh, isn't this clever? They actually use it as a plot point. Yeah, like, yeah. But I, remem- yeah. I remember, like, in the narration as well, like you said, because uh, it was very, like, and it's clearly one of the vibes that we're going for. It's very film noir. Yes. Uh, yes. The, brood- the brooding detective in his little gruff voice talking about the cesspit of a city that he can't seem to let go of. Like, that's, that's so cliche film noir that and yeah it would have been nice to get that at various moments throughout but I was happy with the stuff we got with yeah, it as yeah. well and him riding his little his little motorbike his little you know, motorbike around yeah yeah that's am- kind of um the like the the look when he's on his bike with like the tackle pants and the the helmet and the, the way he like kind of rides himself that's very like year one Mm, yeah, if you read one comics, that's very, very year one. Um, but which I kind of liked. I liked that it was like it sort of his suit didn't feel like it was every aspect of it was custom made to be a Batman suit. Like a bit cobbled, was, bit cobbled together almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah I kind of like that, um, mm. and like the bike and the fact that. The car was such a big thing, but then it it wasn't really a big thing. Like, oh, yeah. the, the entrance like, to the car, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That was a I like I, I quite like that. But I know we're, we're kind of like swapping around, so we'll come back to yeah, that in so, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but so yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 we will. Um, <laughs> I remember as well falling in love. You know that shot. I think it is when because I remember saying to you, I'd gutted that something in the way probably isn't going to appear. I and thought of did. you as soon as it started. It did, but it wasn't the version in the trailer, you know, where they where they mixed in like that Batman motif of dun, 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 which, I mean, I'm at, should I wax lyrical about my? I was uh, I was going to give you time, but if you want to do it now, you can do it now. I mean, there's not much to say except, oh my Jesus Christ, God, Michael. <laughs> ah, every, just every bit of music in this was just. 
stunning. Mm. Fit it perfectly. It was absolute. Oh my god, he's he's getting up there as one of my favourites. He's. Oh. There was a point, a bit of music specific. I mean, I liked the Selena Kyle stuff because it had that mm. kind of sultry, almost tap dancey style to it. But there was a bit. Oh, I can't remember what it was. It was definitely a Riddler thing, where. He was just getting across insanity in the score, and it was yeah. that really awful sound of violins, and it just I sounded that, yeah. manic. Yeah, and all I, I could think of in my head was like, "This is this is someone having a psychotic breakdown in yeah, music," yeah. and it was mm. just it was absolutely perfect. Um, so I mean, to kind of go more into the the, the story of it, I mean, we meet Alfred as well along the way. Um, Andy Circus is Alfred. Oh great, my god! Job. Yeah, he's not given a lot to do, but oh my god! No, I wish he did guy, more. Why is this guy not on screen more? The amount he's been given over the years of oh, just put on a weird little bodysuit and we'll CGI <laughs> over you later. Well, you know, we'll make you King Kong, we'll make you Gollum, we'll make you Caesar. Give the man more screen time. <laughs> he's such a good actor. Um, oh god! For me, the thing about the Riddler is the intrigue and it is the riddles and it's the ciphers and all that kind of stuff. So I was well on board with this, with the whole, like, he lies still and they're trying to crack the code. But then I loved Alfred just sat there in the morning having his breakfast going, oh, yeah, I think I've done it. I think I've cracked yeah, this. Yeah. And mm. I found that, you know... Um, did you use... I just to interrupt. Go on. When the riddles were happening, did you get any of the riddles? I was oh, trying yeah. to. I was trying I got that one. Way, yeah. I got Eli still. Yeah. I got that one. And I got... I got as cliche as it. I got justice. Yeah, I got that one. I got that one as well. I went when I I leaned over to me missus and was like, "Oh, Eli's still," and she was like, "What?" And then Batman says, and she was like, "Well, I said that to jo- I, I said to Georgia, it's like, is that a riddle or is that just a joke?" Yeah, like, that's, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, like, that that's seems more of a joke. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, we, we kind of we mentioned this with with Gordon. In that it's quite funny that Gordon doesn't solve any of them, <laughs> and then like Batman is just yeah. like, "This is the answer. Let's move yeah. on." Yeah, we haven't really talked about Batman's introduction, as it were. Well, uh, to kind of come back to it in, in a second, the way that the film opened with who we now know is the Riddler looking through his sort of binoculars and looking at that family, I honestly thought we, that was Bruce, and we were getting the sort of this is how Bruce's parents die. And you know we're, we're doing the story that way, um, mm. so I'm glad that we didn't do. Um, mm. But Batman's introduction, which we've kind of seen from the trailer of him just beating the thugs down, but it's I so haven't good. Seen the sailors, by the way. Did you not? All right, okay. I don't watch sailors. So but... this was new for you. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Where basically it came from, um, not to mix things and mention the dirty M word, but. Um, <laughs> Way back when, I think it was Iron Man 2 or 3, I watched the sailor, probably 2. I watched the sailor, I'm like, to- completely picked the story apart because I'd seen it, I'd read it before, basically. Mm. So I was like, I'm done. Any, in that I've, any comics that I read, I'm not watching the sailor because right. I always kind of like overanalyze everything. Yeah. So well, going back to, I going yeah, back to I how you it. felt. Going back to how you felt about the film as well, Ty, the idea that you were playing, because you, you thought this could go one way or the other. I yeah. definitely thought that right up until I saw that first trailer. And I watched that first trailer, I was like, I think we're in good hands here. Yeah. I, think, I think they've shown us just the right amount. Because 
to that shot of who are you supposed to be? And him cockily going up to Batman and Batman just punching him way too much. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. they showed yeah. that because clearly, and it's horrible this, it's not fair, but clearly the marketing department at Warner Brothers knew that a lot of people were probably like Robert Pattinson as Batman. Huh? What? Yeah. And so they showed that shot of him just like yeah. Hit, was wailing on the guy and that was the point where I was like oh yeah he can do this yeah. <laughs> like he's gonna be fine and his voice can I get your opinions on his voices gentlemen I absolutely I, I the thing is with the Christian Bale one you know favourite film all that kind of stuff I know it's distracting hmm. and then the kind of gruff thing I thought this was well pitched perfectly pitched there was no issue with it at all and i think as well the fact that as they established later in the film that bruce wayne's a recluse he's not having to hide himself too much like he is batman that's fundamentally what's happening here so he doesn't have to go and yeah there is still a subtle difference between his voice and his batman but like his his voice is a tiny bit brighter it's a little like genuinely the only similar kind of difference we've seen with this Ever really is Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy is yeah. the only one who has subtly changed his so his Batman voice is like his his Batman voice is his normal register, mm. but he puts on this higher, more lyrical one for himself when he's Bruce Wayne, and he's a bit further along, so he's got the kind of dichotomy bit a lot more down than this one. Yeah. So then I or, suppose the flip side is is that with Christian Bale, it was Batman was the fake, Bruce mm. Wayne was the real. This is flipping it on its head, yeah. And it's like, yeah. is he is he putting on more of a sprightly voice because he has to be a certain way because yeah. he's Gotham's prince? You know, he's the first on the Gotham and whatever. Um, but yeah, but no, I think this like it, this kind of shows more so than any other Batman. This is him still kind of learning to be Batman. Yeah, like, mm. and he hasn't in being a recluse. And I'm not being like the playboy and the doing his thing and all stuff like that. I think th- even like when he's doing certain things and he like he falls over or he trips or he like it, nothing's ever like smooth or I think mm-hmm. he, he like towards towards the end he comes through a window and he like falls on his ass but like yeah. falls and like Christian Bale would never do that like that wouldn't. It was always yeah. Everything would have been pristine yeah, and perfect. Everything was like you saw his training at the League of Shadows, didn't you? So you know yeah. that he's already been through yeah, yeah. a lot yeah. of that rigmarole, and so, you even get the montage at the beginning, like where he's like jumping away from Gordon, he breaks all his ribs, and he's like, oh, yeah, I yeah. probably need, I probably need to be able to glide around this city. That would, that would yeah. help. But, um, <laughs> yeah. but like I, I really like that the way that he just like throughout the film. He trusts his armor. It's something that I liked about Ben Affleck's Batman, actually, that he does just tank hits because he's yeah. like, well, it, that's a pistol. My armor's going to put up to it, and yes, yeah. it's going to hurt. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to hurt them more. Like, I yeah. I quite like that brutal... Like, did either of you get Netflix Daredevil vibes from this film? Oh, yeah, there were points. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in the, like, um, in the in the club, when yeah. he's in the fight scene in the club, I was like, yeah, that's yeah. the whole scene. Like yeah. that's the yeah. that's the hallway fight scene. Like that's just it. But that's the thing. That's what I was saying before. Like I think his Batman is he, like he kind of hasn't worked out how to be both of them yet. Yeah. Yes. Because he's still and, and he's that. he's new in he. You know. Yeah. Well, this is his yeah. second year, as he yeah, says. Yeah. So, and I think he's like even when like Albert's talking, he's like I don't care about I don't care about that because he can't focus on two separate lives yet. Mm-hmm. Like he's got to mm-hmm. get 
this bit down, and then he can be Bruce Wayne and he can yeah. like work the two of them. But at the minute, yeah. he's like, I, I just need to do this. Give like I can't, I can't function as two separate people. And I think that's yeah. something that hasn't really been sort of looked at in a Batman film, really, because mm. they're always they've always been Batman for a little bit longer. Or as with Christian Bale, it was always the League of Shadows. So it was like he was taught discipline and stuff mm. like that. He was taught certain things and to like be one thing and then be another. Whereas this Batman hasn't at all. Yeah, yeah. just kind of going in. And as you say, he'll take he'll take it to give two. Well, I think the the fight scene with the gang at the beginning does that really well in that you see him get sort of, you know, the the other gang get the hits in and whatever. And one thing that I mentioned to my mate when we were coming out of it was I liked the fact that he made so many mistakes and I liked how many times that, like, Catwoman had to save him um, or, you know, he, he was kind of, he's not, he's not perfect at all. And I think we're so used to seeing that in a superhero film where actually all these guys are just going to win every battle that they're in. He doesn't. Like, he he sort of he patches his way through most of the time, which yeah. is kind of what we expect. Um, the other thing as well that I, I like just to mention still about the opening scene is how it sets up this idea of fear. They kind mm. of do it a little bit in the Nolan ones, where, like, someone's trying to mug somebody and they look up and they see the bat symbol and he says, no, not tonight, not to, you know, I don't like it tonight. But with this one, it was you see the shadows... And you see people looking into the shadows, and like we would do, you just go, "Is there anything there?" Or is yeah, it not, yeah. you know? And yeah. like just by the fact that the bat symbol is out there, it's deterring yeah. the crime as well. And yeah, I really Nolan, liked that. The Nolan film just gave the vibe of, "Oh no, I don't fancy it." Whereas these guys looked terrified. Yes, they, yeah, they yeah. were. They yeah. were so scared. They looked up, and they were. You could see them. Yeah. Like that guy got hit by a car because he was so focused on the bat symbol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's one of them as well. Where like I think that if you like, as you say, no one kind of like was very realistic in what he did. But I think that little touch of sort of the idea of like you see the bat symbol, and even Batman says in his like monologue, he's like, "I can't be everywhere, but they don't know where I am." Yeah, and it's yeah. like that idea of well, I mean, he might be in that shadow, but he could be. Like the other side of the city, I don't know. Like, but I'm but not going to take that risk. Yeah, like that could be behind you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that symbol's in the sky, so he's out and he's somewhere. And then your own mind, because that's how it works. If you're like a bit like when you're a kid or whatever, and you're scared in the house, or you're scared of the dark. It's your own head thinking, mm. <coughs> what could this be? I remember telling Adam on Film Files, I went to watch Alien, a film that I've seen a hundred times. It's one of my favourite horror films and one of my top ten films of all time. Seen it hundreds of times, probably. And I went to see it in a cave and there's all these little, like, divots and holes up above me. And I'm there thinking that the xenomorph is going to come out of one of their holes that me. So God knows what these criminals in Gotham That's are it, thinking, yeah. like, around the shot. Like, they must be bricking. I remember hearing something, um, an interview from Robert Pattinson before the fact, because there's lots of, like, goodwill towards him, because he clearly he reads his comics, he knows his Batman, and he's fallen in love with this role. And he was saying that one thing he really worked on was that walk, that thud. I love it, that thud. That's what I was just about to mention. Yeah. <laughs> Like it, it's very reminiscent of the man with no name, and you can hear his spurs yeah, as yeah. he's walking along. Yeah. Like, well, and you get I, li- you get those little western motifs throughout. The I said exactly the same thing when we walked because Rich was like, I really like that. He was 
when he walked as Batman, it was like, doof, doof. Man. And when he walked as Bruce Wayne, he was literally nothing. Like, yeah. there was no sound. And I was like, that's a proper Western thing. Like, yeah. that's what it is. Like, that's what they've looked at. And that's, like, a proper... They've watched the idea of a Western film and, like, the sheriff or whatever it is, like, coming to town. And, like, that idea of his feet mm. being, like, the first thing you hear and the first thing you're like, oh, no. Because yeah. oh, like, I, I, <laughs> oh. I, I, I kind of got it in my head. I don't know whether it's, like, the Arkham games that have done this, but, like, the idea that Batman... He's very ninjutsu, and it might there might be precedent for it in the mm-hmm. comics. Like, and I'm guessing there is that he is like, and this one is as well. He's good at sneaking up on people, but I get the feeling that this one, that's not what he's aiming to do. He's not aiming to sneak up on people. He's aiming to let them know that he's there. Yeah. So he doesn't want them. He's not going to like silently take out a guy, and mm-hmm. he wants people to know because he's his first and foremost thing is fear is a weapon and I'm going to use it against them. And he wants them to know exactly, like not exactly where he is, but he wants them to know he's in the room or in the yeah. building. And then he's going to pop out behind you and get you. And yeah, I was scared of this Batman. He was pretty terrifying. Um, so they kind of, you know, they do the first riddle. Um, it leads them to the literal thumb drive where he needed the thumb to kind of unlock it, which I thought was a nice touch. A little nitpick from the science teacher. Oh, here we go. I'm, I'm pretty sure that wouldn't work. Oh, is this because of the sort of dead fingerprint type because, thing? Because, yeah. Well, because not be, not the fingerprint itself, but like those thing, those thumbprint readers, as far as I'm aware, it's kind of biometric as well. Right, okay. So like it needs to be on someone's hand as they are alive. Like you can coerce, you can get someone, you can grab someone's hand and put it on there. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure they require heat from the hand to work okay. properly. So, so unless the Riddler's put a little thermal heater in there as well. What if, I'm trying to find logic in a no. superhero <laughs> film. <clears throat> what if he what if he it was the fingerprint was made when he was dead? So it didn't have, so we got the pen drive and it's like, add your fingerprint. And he added the fingerprint when the finger was already severed. I'm saying the scanner itself requires heat to work, not that it reads the heat at the time. If oh, right, okay, like... right, okay, yeah, yeah. right, yeah. okay. But, that but, makes um, sense. But uh, yeah, that is a nitpick because like how many films have done that? Like you cut someone's hand off to use it or yeah. you cut someone's oh, yeah. eyeball out to use it as a ret- on a retinal scanner or something daft like that. Like, And it is... It, it made for a nice like I had to stifle a laugh at that point because it was mm-hmm. like but it was very real yeah, yeah, wasn't yeah, it like yeah. do you get it a thumb drive eh? <laughs> even Gordon was like oh god yeah was, oh, <laughs> oh, what <laughs> dad, dad jokes <laughs> yeah so what but is like, wrong with this guy like, like the main reason I love this film is like this is the this is the first live action film really where we see Batman being a proper detective. And it, like I know it focuses yeah. a lot on, oh, it's just him solving the riddles, but he is finding like forensic clues. And like, because he because he can't do anything with it yet, he's kind of like, I love that bit in the first crime scene where he is just walking to places, like mm. kind of subtly hinting to the, mm. you know, see the crime scene investigators. Should probably look at that. Yeah. Like, but it's just- Doesn't he do that see- with something on the floor? And no one's yeah. like-, so, like yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a little- there's a little blood splatter on the floor. Like, and then, like, one of the girls come over and she's kind of like... Like, she starts taking pictures oh, okay. of it. Exactly. Oh, okay. Better take a picture of this. Yeah, yeah. I'm no do my job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, hadn't no- they hadn't noticed that as well. And, like, 
the, I loved how uneasy the relationship was between the police and everyone. I wouldn't have minded knowing what, how it is that Gordon had come to know the Batman. Like, I, yeah, yeah. Like that seemed a bit like, oh, okay, they're just they're just mates, uh, but yeah. kind of uneasy mates. I don't know why. The one thing that crept in my mind, and again, this is a massive nitpick, is that for all the stuff that it does, where it goes, this is a new Batman, this is a new Batman story. There's an awful lot where they kind of go, you know, Batman, we don't need to do things like they never introduced Jim Gordon. Mm. That I'm fairly certain, unless I missed something, that, that no one says Jim Gordon's name until mm. very much later on into the film. The original commissioner says Gordon, and he might call yeah. him Jim really Fine. at the yeah. beginning. But I just I feel um, like there's, there's a lot of that where it's like, you know this stuff, so we're going to kind of gloss over it a little bit. Um, I think that's like a good thing. I understand what you're saying, like a nitpick, but I think that's a good thing to be like, we're not going over old ground. Yeah, like, no, totally. Because like hmm. we said this earlier on um, about Spider-Man, about how with the yeah. Tom Holland ones, we're glad that we didn't get the, the Uncle Ben thing again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it is like, a nitpick. Yeah, it, yeah. it is 100% yeah. a nitpick. Yeah. It's one of them where it's like, they probably thought this out, this film's three hours long. We don't need yeah. to add another 50. <laughs> just delete all the stuff at the beginning yeah. where he goes, we don't have to, gone. Like, Yeah. <laughs> Don't have to add another 15 minutes introducing Jim Gordon, how they mates, all that stuff. How, yeah. Like, yeah. it's Batman, we get it. It's Batman. Like, if you don't know what the idea of what's happened with Batman and be a major Jim Gordon yet, then you should probably go back and watch a different film. You like, probably wouldn't be sat in that cinema, to be yeah, honest. Then, yeah. You know I mean? mm. Like, but you can pick up even because that's the idea. I think even if you didn't know that was Jim Gordon and you didn't know that, like, they were mates and whatever. The film is just if you're just watching it as a film, not as like a Batman fan or a whatever it is, you can just be like, okay, well, he's made with someone in the police, yeah. Okay. Mm, yeah, and you don't have to delve any deeper than that, like, yeah, that's it. But obviously, uh, a Batman fan, you know what I mean. So, I, I liked yeah. the introduction of the Iceberg Lounge and yeah, Oz. Um, the what actually before that. You get Jim Gordon accidentally screwing over the dead mare with the thumb drive. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, sent all like, these emails to all these if, people. Yeah, yeah. If I was the Riddler, I would a hundred like it, it, with his like kind of motive, especially that is a hundred percent something I'd do. And like, I, I wish we kind of like part of me wishes we kind of got a bit of backtrack from that of like yeah, Jim get Jim catching a lot of heat for sending these kind of incriminating photos to every single press officer in the yeah. city. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. And that was a great way to tie it into the iceberg lounge. And well, it yeah. was, so, I mean, the knock on the door and the twins and all that kind of stuff. Um, I thought the, the twins were a nice touch. Um, I remember when they were cast, I assumed they were, they were the going to be the Abramovich twins. Yeah. Um, but yeah. then, you know, they didn't end up doing that. Um, but it was the red, hue and the red light that comes through i just thought red and batman like i'd never put those two colors those two things together but it and fits yet. really nicely yeah and yet oh yeah. my god um, well, i think because he's like the tone set with all the all the like the kind of branding and the posters and all that that like that idea of batman and red you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. there's kind of that sort of in the because even the city that they like sort of built, like, was very different to any other. Like, oh, it was very grungy, like, weren't it? I yeah, thought yeah, I liked like, the look of it in that yeah. it looked dirty in parts, yeah. but then you could tell parts were kind of like the poshest. Like, one thing that kind of took me out instantly, but I'm glad they showed it so quickly. I was like, 
Gotham Square Garden? <laughs> All right, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that, yeah. that's one thing I loved about this film in its entirety as well. Like, one, I guess it is a nitpick with The Dark Knight, but you are very aware when you're watching it, it's basically just Chicago. Oh, yeah. It's such it's a, a clean bit, city. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's appeared in so, and especially off the back of Batman Begins, that really seemed to put a lot of effort into making Gotham look like this weird, hodgepodge kind of metropolis yeah. like and then no one goes looking city if you want me doing a sequel i'm getting rid of those bloody train tracks running through the thing <laughs> yeah like you know that made that major plot point in the previous film and like that was such a shame because i thought that gotham had such an identity yeah, yeah and then it yeah. just like for it, that to get scrapped in this film and for it for, for it to end up as this very clean like you said very clean looking city mm. it's just uh, whereas this one like that opening shot with all of the screens and it looks, it's meant to pay homage to New York, I guess, but it definitely isn't New York. And they clearly just had, like they shot a lot of different cities in order to get all of their different yeah. shots. And they went to Liverpool. I remember thinking, like, because I saw a meme before it, you know, that Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at himself in the in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I just remember yeah. the caption of that being like, Scousers watching the Batman when, when there's certain yeah. shots like I know that bit. <laughs> like <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, Ty's probably doing that for art. And you've like, yeah. you jumping off was it the Liver oh. building? I was like, Rich, yeah. yeah, Rich was kind of like when we've seen obviously that the, the um, like the columns and stuff like that, and um she leans over and I was like, That looks familiar. And I was like, Yeah, yeah. And then it kind of twigged and I was like, Oh god, yeah, it does, yeah. It's over the road. <laughs> yeah, like they hadn't like Obviously, they changed stuff around it, but like I thought they would have changed more. I don't know why. Mm. I just thought they would have added different things. <clears throat> like Liverpool has got a lot didn't. of stuff that would fit in Gotham. It's like it's this, it's yeah, this yeah. very modern city, but you've got yeah. a lot of listed buildings and like very old yeah, school yeah. architecture that would fit straight yeah. in. And like, yeah, yeah, I'm it's, still it's, being trying to find out if. Um, Robert Patterson was actually on top of the ladder building as well. I think he was. I, I, I haven't been able to find out if it was yeah. him or he just like green screens it or whatever or right. and then like the, when he think he's off. Because I know somebody did jump off it, obviously not him. Mm. But um, yeah, it was, I, I, I still don't, I haven't confirmed it for myself, which is what I want to <laughs> do today. Just to be like, that's pretty cool. Like, but I mean, the true question is, which will use his Liverpool better, Batman or Captain America: The First Avenger, when he submerges at Albert Dock? Um, well, <laughs> I, I went to see him do that in um, Liverpool in um, the Albert Dock, so maybe that one for me. Oh, right, okay. I was there, like when he did it, and he was behind the big bowl, the big boulder. Yeah, I seen him do that, like. <laughs> With big Chris punching Richard <laughs> Armitage yeah. repeatedly in yeah, the face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As, um, Here we go. His, his flesh coloured socks that he was wearing. <laughs> and uh, just running around. You know, um, yeah, yeah, so like Iceberg Lounge, um, introduction to Penguin. We then get Selena Kyle. Um, go on. Did you, just, did you just gloss over the best actor in this role there, in this film there? <laughs> well, I have a bit of a, a bit of a low-key kind of one that I'm going to Pip for best actor, um, but we'll get to them in a little bit. Um, he is great though. Oh my god, Georgia refused to believe it was Colin Farrell. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I was sat next to my friend, right? And he, he has no idea about actors and things like that. And I was like, I can't believe that's Colin Farrell. And he kind of went, Huh, I still don't think he knows who that is. 
Um, mm. You know, but yeah, I just yeah, just what yeah, like the makeup is great, his accent is great, his characterization is great. It's such, it's such a good realization. Of I I actually character. now and we'll we'll get to the end of it later. I am looking forward to seeing more of him, mm. and I'm glad <clears> that they've kind of not had him had have such a big role in this that you then get bored of him. Yeah, yeah, it's like but, the subtle introduction of, yeah, of yeah. the secondary villain to be mm-hmm. like, he's not just one villain, like these other people. Like, it's the rogues gallery, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah, these people yeah. can't take over and people don't do stuff, but like he's not going to come in to be a, a major player until it's his time to become a major player. Yeah, And you get that a little bit at the end, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and I've always said, like, I like and again, Ty, because you are the comic expert, I'm, I'm, I know that some of the, um, I know that some of the, like the Batman animated series flirted with this idea a little bit. That Penguin was very much a villain, but he was also occasionally like Batman's underground contact. Like if other stuff was going on that was dangerous, like yeah. the Penguin, nev- yeah, the Penguin yeah. never went for the dangerous, like life-threatening. So he was like, he's just an organized crime boss. He's not yeah, much yeah. different from. Your, Fa- your Falcons and your Maronis. And yeah. like he was almost occasionally like a contact for the Batman. The Batman would have to intimidate him a bit, but he'd be like, well, you know, these guys yeah, are yeah. not my operation. Yeah. So yeah, you got to talk like, them out. There's a lot of that like in the game as well. But yeah, in yeah. the comics, there's that idea where he's like, he is a bad guy and he, he does do bad things, but he's not like a mass murderer. Like he's not mm. like, he's not a psychopath. He's just, he just wants money and he wants to do his thing. And like if, Batman leans on him hard enough. I'll give him up. Like it's all good. I think the games do it well because he gets a bit too big for his boots in the games. Yeah, in the, like he's always kind of like, ah, oh, I'm gonna get you. And then as soon as Batman grips him, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm, yeah, you know, I'll yeah. do this, I'll do yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, there's that, there's that kind of duality. If he wasn't a penguin, he'd be a proper little weasel, wouldn't he? Hmm. Like, he'd he be is. a pigeon with wings, would he not? <laughs> he would be. Hey! <laughs> he'd be a pigeon with wings, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that the idea, I don't think they've really, again, like in, in other films, they haven't really done that where they've made sort of a secondary character feel important enough to be like, oh, he is going to be something or he is something, but mm. not not like blossom into the like the main bad guy as they did with the Penguin. I, did, I think they did it so well to be oh. like, so if they picked up a second film, and he was the main bad guy. He's already been introduced. You know what he looks like. You know what his kind of game is. So it's like, okay, we can get right into it now. Like, we can do this. Because yeah. yeah, if you've yeah, seen yeah. the first one, like, you already know of the Penguin. You know that he was around for going. You know all this stuff. So let's just get into it. Let's not. Even that thing of going, I'm uh, Oz. Like, don't yeah. call him Oswald Copperpot, you know, because yeah, we'll... Yeah. Um, I, I am going to pick myself up on a mistake there. Obviously, it's not a pigeon with wings; it's a rat with wings. Mm. Oh yeah, because as soon as pigeon, yeah, as soon as he said rat with wings, I was like, that's a pigeon. Yeah, um, pigeon. yeah, um, yeah. So I like all that kind of the introduction to Selena Kyle. Then, where he follows her back to her apartment. Batman follows her back to her apartment um, to see that she's kind of friends are in some kind of relationship with this Annika woman who is pictured in the... Go on. Apparently Zoe Kravitz, just to quickly bounce on that, Zoe Kravitz read that as they were in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think is fair. She's like Selena Kyle's bisexual in the thing. Yeah. Which, to be fair, uh, if you look at the character, she does, like, 
she just seemed that way like she could easily fall in love with anyone. But that was always Catwoman, I think. Like, yeah. I think Catwoman was always that kind of sultry. Because um, yeah. there was a couple of guys sat near us that when every time Batman and Catwoman kissed, they were all like, oh, why are they putting that in? Why are they put-? And, I was, and I was like, but that is how it always was. Yeah, in yeah. the comic books, in the Arkham games, even going back to like Michelle Pfeiffer, it was always that kind of sexual tension that isn't going to go away. And, you know, Catwoman is going to be the more forceful one with it. But then yeah. I fully believed that a younger, naive Batman was like, oh, this girl's just kissed me. Let's yeah, go yeah. forward. Yeah. I, I did think, I mean, I might be jumping forward a bit here, maybe. I am a bit disappointed. Fine, we're all over the place the, anyway. <laughs> the, first, the, first, the first time she does that, I kind of turned to George because Georgia rolled her eyes. And... I get why people would be doing it because I don't think I, I don't think they had that much chemistry in this film up until they like later on maybe, but like at okay. that point with the first kiss, I was I was thinking she's gonna honeypot him here, mm. like she's play, yeah. she's playing him a little bit because yeah, that's yeah. also very Catwoman. That's um oh I'm gonna use my wiles to get him on my side because he's clearly just this awkward guy who doesn't know how to act around a gorgeous woman, and. Like, I thought it, there was going to be some element of honeypotting, and there wasn't, and I was a little bit disappointed with that, but... Uh, yeah, I know what you mean, because I, I thought as well, there was a point where I thought, I think before they were looking for the rat, before they realised that it was a rat, I thought, I wonder if she's kind of going to do him over here. Yeah. yeah. Which I suppose is good, and his credit to Zoe Kravitz's performance, that mm. we're reading it in so many different ways. Yeah. And that it's yeah. not kind of, you know, black and white. It's very um, creepy watching Batman. I know he wasn't being well, he was, but he wasn't. It's a bit voyeuristic. It was very like, oh, I'm going to watch this woman get changed. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's like a weird recluse. Even like when she kisses him, he doesn't really know what to do, which is yeah, kind of like yeah, yeah. that I idea. Like that. He's kind of been hidden away that long that he's probably he probably a fifteen-year-old boy going through puberty. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what's going on. Here. He hasn't like he hasn't really been out and about kissing girls. So when his, bat, his Batman to... voice keeps breaking every time he talks. About, <laughs> I saw him. Yeah. So <laughs> that idea of like and being a little bit like oh god, this girl's doing things is a <laughs> and her being like I'm Catwoman, I'll do what I want, and as long as like I get what I want out of it, it's all good. And it kind of like hiding behind that idea of I'm wearing a mask, so it's not Selena doing this. Yeah, yeah. And that felt I felt a bit like that when she was Catwoman, like uh, which I did like. Like I mean, and she's she's got a thing for strays, you know, all that kind of. That stuff. was quite for this yeah. film as well. I did wonder if they were going to do the Marvel thing of getting a funny line in there, like you've got a, you've got a lot of cats, and I have a thing for strays. Yeah. That was genuinely funny, yeah, yeah, like yeah. well done, like to get a, yeah. like a quippy kind of like Marvel-esque yeah. line in yeah. there, like that. That was what? difficult, and they pulled it off. What did just act like? Obviously, Catwoman's. Ugh, it's hard to kind of say who's the best, but like, was she like? Did was use like? Yeah, oh, she, I liked like, it. Yeah, yeah. So I really liked it. Yeah. yeah. I think, if I'm honest, I think I prefer her to Anne Hathaway. Yes. Anne Hathaway um, was such a strange casting, I'll be honest. I mean, I, but I, as much as I, I think just... it's a good performance, isn't it? But again, it's it's no one trying to ground Catwoman. And he's yeah, doing yeah. it as she's a cat burglar. Duh, duh, duh. We're not going to really refer to her as a Catwoman. I mean, I, I know that this film doesn't either, but I, yeah. I liked that this had the incorporation of the cat burglar stuff where she's breaking into the safe. 
but then even bringing in the sort of the whip and her actually yeah. getting quite physical as well in yeah. that kind of nimble cat way where Anne yeah. Hathaway was very much kind of like fisticuffs, let's go. Yeah. yeah. She was like... Else, like... Sorry, does anybody else notice that like she seems to put a lot of effort and time and money into a suit and then just cut up a balaclava for her hat? Like, <laughs> it, it was like, it was it, all sleek was... and nice and everything matched. I, I, I just read that as like... A, oh, it could have even been like a biker suit, you know, like just biker yeah. levers almost. Or that it's an outfit that she's had to buy... For her hostessing job, yes, yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like it almost yeah. looked like because even with her having a whip, why the hell does she have a whip? Well, maybe she's yeah. like, maybe not, not to not to raise not to raise the age of this podcast from like <laughs> you to PG or maybe even dare I say a twelve A, but maybe she's had to do some work as a dominatrix, and yeah. that would be the kind of outfit you wear for that. And it could have been something that was bought for her by, you know, yeah, a client, a client, yeah. a client yeah. with a king. And I did actually quite like that she didn't have some stupidly into like Anne Hathaway's was a bit forced. It's like, oh, I'm gonna have an eye mask on, and when I put my goggles up, it's gonna look like cat ears. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. one I think was just like to be fair. The thing I liked about it was that from the back, the way it was the cat cut, ears, yeah, the little like it was like yeah, yeah. cut that way, but yeah. yeah. I've caught a balaclava up and it's got these little cat ears on the yeah, edges. just the way it's cut. Yeah, yeah. That, the shot I that I did that. like when yeah. when the kiss. It almost turns into that traditional silhouette of Batman and Catwoman. Yeah. And I really liked yeah, yeah. that shot. Yeah. Well, that's it's kind of like a that's um, one of the varying covers of um the cat and the bat. And that's what she says to her. Right, yeah, yeah. These I think they made like five or six varying covers. And I swear to God, when they're like kind of kissing, that is like so close. Even the colours <laughs> in the background and everything. Like it's mad, it's mad. It was really well done that that little bit. Um, like, so yeah. Um, so through this, we're kind of getting now the link between Riddler, uh, Riddler's victims. So he goes from the mayor, he goes to then the commissioner. Mm. Which, if I'm honest, for the kind of entrance that the commissioner had, I thought we would have seen that death play out a little bit more rather than yeah, just I being, thought that he's dead. This happened. Yeah. Let's move on. Maybe it was because that strikes me as maybe something that had to get left left on the editing room floor. Maybe, yeah. Like yeah, I yeah. bet that I bet there is a deleted scene where they show a bit more of that because that did feel a little bit ripped from Dark Knight. Let's mm-hmm. have let's have Paul Dano's directorial debut yeah. of of this, which I will say, nowhere near as scary as Heath Ledger's. Like that that yeah. that Brian Douglas, look at me, like yeah. that bit, that that's. Like the newscasters in these Batman films are repeatedly telling me the images you are about to see or the things you're about to hear may be very disturbing. That that he that Joker video is still the only one where I'm like, mm, yeah. no, yeah. <laughs> no, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. So then we end up then. Uh, so she's she's going through uh, the iceberg lounge with Batman's contact lens in, and, and he's saying the club and club, the club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he's saying, you know, look at people so I can get IDs and all that kind of stuff. Georgia loved that scene. I liked that. I thought that because was good. It, because it was a nice little motif of this is how these girls feel when they're going out and about. And yes, yeah, yeah. in these circumstances, the girls are kind of there to do that. But you then yeah. get the question, is that yeah. okay? But then the last like... thing that she wants to do is maintain eye contact with somebody. Yeah, and it yeah. just ends up so uncomfortable. Because you know, even if I, the, the fans are not allowed to keep eye contact with you. Like, so you've got to keep looking at them 
because it's like they're, they're not looking. It's got at a you. register, and yeah, yeah they're yeah, not. Yeah. They're not looking at your face. <laughs> like no. that's not. So it's gonna take a minute because. Not. Well, he says that, doesn't he? He's like, yeah. these guys don't really like eye contact. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. And it's like I took from that, like how uncomfortable it must be when yeah. a girl like walks through a club like that, mm. and it's kind of like that's not the best. Is mm. it? But this film made me really aware of what, as well of how many scenes. I think it was more like Selena and Annika earlier on, but also this one in the club. Like how many, like with proper directing and big budget filmmaking how many like genuine conversations of like that could make it into other films are just like silent mo- like her and Annika having that conversation in her apartment it, you could probably imagine like a fully blown scene of that happening yeah, you don't hear a yeah, single yeah, thing yeah, they're saying yeah. and like there's loads of conversations like that going on in this club and you're like oh like you've no idea what's going mm-hmm. on but these are just fully fleshed out scenarios like this yeah. guy has thought of everything and just yeah yeah. It's like made it of like a real club and a real city and a real mm. like there's a lot of like things around that aren't like they're just happening. Like there's the story is, that we're focusing on, and then yeah. there's other stories that are yeah, happening yeah. at the same time. Yeah. yeah. I think that um, that was a good thing about it. Like the whole CD Gil Colson thing, um, where he's like, you know, it's the district attorney, what's he doing in a place like this? And then he ends up with a collar bottom wrapped around his neck. Um, which my friend said as we came out of it. So my my mate's initial reactions were he felt there was something missing from the whole film. And we got into a conversation about how I think for him, he's a big fan of the Marvel films, as am I, as you can see behind and all that kind of stuff. But pacing-wise, the Marvel films tend to go, here's a big set piece, here's a comedy bit, here's a big set piece. They don't let you think too much. Whereas Mm. this was very much... We're going to take our time with it. We're going to do the detective story. We're going to make you think about it. Now, he said, though, as well, it's not that he didn't like it because he was fully engrossed in everything. And his favourite bit was this next scene that we're going to talk about, where Coulson emerges from the car after it's crashed into the town hall and ruined the, the mayor's funeral. And to get out of it, having to solve riddles right there and then to get the combination. And I liked a bit more of that. Yeah, he said he was all for that. And I said, same with me, because again, with the Riddler, I like the idea that we're giving time to solve stuff. But then as well, Batman, he's obviously doing his job as quickly as he can do. One person I've glossed over just for a second that I want to come back to is sort of low-key, my favourite performance. I know who you mean. John Totoro as Carmine Falcone. Like, where, where is this performance come from? Like, John Totoro is a comedy actor. He's, he's a comedy. Jesus. Jesus likes the bowling, right? Yeah. But then as well, like all the stuff I've seen him in recently, he's become like a, a masquerade kind of, a charade of himself in like things like Transformers, yeah. right? And then yeah. this, I was like, you absolute slimy sleazeball. But I believe oh. everything that you're seeing. <laughs> he was unbelievable yeah. in this because i remember like wasn't it tom wilkinson who played him in yes. batman begins yeah and that was a bit eh, okay fine yeah. like don't get don't cast an italian american actor i guess even though there's several people who could really well fill <laughs> that role like okay just cast a british guy with an awkward accent at that but point. i believed but- i believed everything and again possibly jumping forward it so the the reveal that he is Selena's neglectful father. Yeah. 
I believe that. I can 100% believe that at one point he slept with somebody else who worked in that club and then impregnated them and had a kid. But then, yeah. again, fast forward a little bit. When Selena goes to him towards the end of the film and he's like, oh, beautiful, of course I've got time for you. Again, I'm like, you're about 70, 66, 60, 70 at mm. this point, And all you're thinking about, you're not using your brain up here, you're using that thing down there. And I was mm, like, you absolute yeah. sleazeball. Yeah. But I completely believed it. I loved his interaction with Bruce as they're going into the funeral. Yeah. Yeah. That was incredible. I'm just going to remind you about the fact that your dad operated on me on your dining room table. Yeah. Like, yeah. And yeah. that set the scene for something I'll talk about a bit later as well that I really like because we've not actually seen it in a live action. But I, I don't know about... There's one piece of media, like outside of comics, that has dealt with what I like another thing I really liked about this film but right. we'll get we'll get that we'll get there when we get there but okay. that, that interaction there and then Bruce's little uh, oh what does that tell you about your dad it tells it tells me he took the Hippocratic Oath seriously and even Falcone was like that's pretty good yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um but uh, yeah that whole scene with the with the collar bomb um sort of you know leaving leaving Gil till later on in the night so that they can get the bomb squad in and I'll try and deal with it. And then Batman just emerges from the shadows and he's, you know, he's trying to get everything out of him. Um, really enjoyed that. I think that. it was like, just to go back, I think it was interesting that like um, Bruce Wayne kind of forgot who he was for a minute and, and got the kid, the kid out the way. Mm. But no one even noticed it. Like mm. no one even got onto it. Yeah. And he was kind of, like that was happening and he was like, Okay, that, that I'm glad you've just <laughs> mentioned that so that I don't I'll... forget this. Yeah. Um, this idea that Batman's being haunted by sort of almost visions of himself in yeah. kids yeah. that are potentially going to be orphans. So with the mayor's kid, and yeah. then towards the end of the film with the new mayor and Lex kid, like, you know, he's just seen himself, isn't he, in all of this? Yeah. Because yeah. even if I you think go back them. a little bit. I thought that was the go- nurse kid. Yeah. Oh, was it? I, oh, yeah. I maybe I just they, yeah, they, well, they yeah. were at her thing. Right, of course. Right, I read it. If you go yeah. back a little bit, when he put the the eye, um, the contact in the thing, yeah. and then when he has that like little interaction with Alfred, where he's like, "You're not my father," like yeah. kind of thing, and he walks away, and then Alfred is kind of watching the video, and it ends with obviously him spending a lot of time looking at this little kid, yeah. and Alfred's kind of like. Alfred oh. cocks it, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah Alfred like, cocks it and wants yeah, to cry yeah. because Andy Circus yeah. is yeah. a beautiful. But again, has... Andy Circus telling the audience that he's cocked it through his facial expression. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. even have to a say word. anything. Yeah, because yeah. he just kind of looks and he's like, "Okay." And we're just I like, "Oh yeah, why, you know, yeah, okay." Yeah. You know what no. I mean? And that's kind of like, "Show don't tell." Show yeah. don't he's tell. Al- he's almost over the top with it. And I don't mean that as a criticism. I mean, in terms of if you compare how you get emotion across on stage mm. versus how you get it across on film, it yeah. is very different. And I think Andy Circus, in everything he does, he is very stage actor. So I think it would be easy or unfair, but I think it would be easy to level the criticism against him that he's overacting because compared to a lot of these other like veteran Hollywood actors, they probably just look bored a lot of the time and you read into it that they're being pensive, they're being thoughtful, they're being brooding. Whereas Andy Serkis has separate faces for all of those things because yeah. that's how you do it in theatre. Yeah. And that that seemed like a very stage thing. To, and I love it. Like, that's yeah. why I like I that quite was a like, actor in that group. It was a very, like, different Alfred. 
the likes yeah. to any other. I mean, the closest I would say possibly would be if any of you've seen Gotham. Um, yeah, the TV Sean show. Per- Sean Pertley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. not it's not the same because obviously he's a kid, mm. but it's that kind of idea of like he's sort of he's got this. He's like he's done stuff in the past that was mm. like we don't really talk about, but it's helping you. But you, you definitely get the vibe of which a couple of them. I think Alfred's standalone series did this as well. I'm not sure, but you get the vibe that. Alfred and Thomas Wayne were like war boys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that, yeah, yeah. and that, and that, like, yeah. you, you know, because Alfred is meant to be like an old war guy and like yeah, he does yeah. like field dressings for Bruce. Because yeah. George has said that. It's like, how does Batman go to hospital? Yeah. <clears throat> like, what's he doing? Yeah, Alfred does a lot yeah, of it. Yeah. He's a really skilled field surgeon and stuff yeah. like that. But that, I think that... that's it. It's like, my, like Michael Caine is Alfred. Is a yeah. very different Alfred. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's I not. Thought and like, and Michael yeah. Goff as well in the uh, yes. like yeah, eighty nine yeah. to. So they're year. like very, very, like the older, but the very, like, um, like just more the father figure rather than mm-hmm. the I'm trying to teach you. They kind of like, all right, we know, I know you're gonna do this stuff, so go ahead, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas, um, this one kind of is a bit like, come on. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I understand that you're doing this, but you've still got to be like a Wayne. Like, you've still yeah. got to be a Wayne. Yeah. And I think that's a nice, like, thing that's never really been explored properly. Because yeah. I know that, like, in in Rises, Michael, there's obviously that big scene where Michael Caine's Alfred just says, I'm not going to do it anymore. And it's quite yeah. an emotional scene and stuff. But that is because it feels like Bruce Wayne's kind of last clinging family hope is leaving. Whereas yeah. I feel like with these ones, like you're saying with Andy Serkis, he is going to, no, you've still got a duty to fulfill. And he's going to give him some back. He's going to give him as good as he gets it. Yeah, yeah. But I feel yeah. like when you get an older Alfred, they become a little bit more passive. And yeah. they come a little bit more like, I'm here to care for you. Whereas this yeah, one is yeah. like, no, this is the way that it needs to be. You yeah. need to get this sorted and we can go and do this instead. Um, I think that's the thing, though, because even like at the start of it, Batman, you could tell he'd be like, if like Alfred was like, yeah, I'm leaving. Like I'm not doing this. Like I'm not yeah, letting. Yeah. I'm not letting you kill yourself. Batman would be like, go ahead. Like, yeah. Especially with this Batman, because this Batman more than any other that we've seen, really gives off a vibe of mental illness, which yes. it, yeah. it, it yeah, yeah. probably should. It's like, that Batman, depressive nature, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. It's that. It's that obsession. It's mm. the. It's the manicism behind it. It's the lack yeah. of general care towards his own yeah. health and his own well, his own mental well-being, and. It is that kind of like, because I know plenty of media have dealt with it in the past, the idea that Batman is no dif- no different really from his rogues gallery. Like he, there's an argument that he willingly puts people in danger so that he himself can save them. Yeah. And I know that plenty of things have dealt with that. And I can, I can imagine a sequel film where maybe it'd be annoying if you've got a villain where the whole point is that the villain is trying to hammer that home. But I yeah. would love to see this Batman reconcile that because well these yeah i think that's the that's what, what you're saying is kind of like it shows i kind of skipped to the end of the film here a little bit but like the idea of the reason all these bad guys and rogue galleries come about is because these this vigilante so mm. he's the extreme and then instead of thinking well he's thought i need to clean this city and I'm going to do this, and they've all thought, hang on, some dude's running around in a bat suit. 
I'm going to get myself a costume and do what the hell I want. Like, because yeah. I'm extreme. And then it kind of shows it because the guy right at the end, when he's like, hey, I'm vengeance. Are you? I'm vengeance. It's like, he's caused all this. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go all, all the way back. Yeah. To the start of the film when he's like, I'm vengeance. Then it's like, you've got the same person saying, oh no, I'm vengeance. Well, like, I couldn't work out if that, he was meant to be, that guy who said that, I couldn't work out if he was I meant to be. I assumed it was. The, one of yeah, the thugs yeah. at the beginning, or that guy mumbling himself it was the in the guy. courthouse. Yeah, I thought it oh, was no, the I... guy in the courthouse. Oh, I thought it was the guy who was punching in the face, like the first guy, and he was like, "Who, who, who are you meant to be?" And he was oh, like, right. "Vengeance." No, because I, 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 like... I assumed that it was the guy who he had a bit of an interaction with in the courthouse, and he clearly oh, had maybe, a right don't yeah, know. Somebody, yeah. somebody else is going to go and see this film about three times and figure that out, aren't they? Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, so uh, where, where are we up to now? Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of kind of... I liked the shadow of Sal Moroni in that they kept mentioning this drugs bust yeah. and how he was this thing, and it gives opens that world up a little bit, doesn't it? Right, so let's do then. Let's do... Go on. Because we were at the bomb disposal scene, and that was something that annoyed Georgia, actually. Why? How do you not have a scratch on him? He was next to a bomb. Like oh, right, the bomb yeah, went off enough. in his face. And yeah. then he and the next bit is then he wakes up uh with the police around him and one of them tries to right. take his mask off. Who's this? I mean, I don't think there was any bad acting in it, right? But who's this actor who was the chief of police who's like, hey, Batman, hey, that, like that is his voice. It's I've, no, I'm sure I've heard it before. He's in he's in Chernobyl. He's in Chernobyl. Yeah. Right. It was a lot, I noticed that actually well. a lot. Yeah, so there's three people, one of which we'll talk yeah. about at the end. So the commissioner, uh, what's his name? I had it here. <clears throat> Burns. He was also an abusive boyfriend in EastEnders, and he's the he's the best. Oh, actor that's I've Trevor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trevor. Yeah. So and he was the minor in um, Chernobyl. Yeah, uh, right. you know the one who just wouldn't. You know that Con O'Neill. That Con hmm. O'Neill. That you, is he scouts? He might be. Because uh, I'm sure he's I'm been, going on. Uh, I'm going on IMDb. He's a hundred percent northern. Because <clears throat> um, I thought he was a. Um, I thought he was a McCann at first. No, like uh, the, yeah. He says he was born in Somerset. English actor. Yeah, Somerset. Yeah, I thought he was. Um, yeah, one of the McCanns. Because obviously they're like brothers. I think one of them is in mm. Cold Midwife, and one of them was in like The Upper Hand years ago. Mm. If anyone remembers that, and he was. The Scouser and Ali, Ali Enfield. There's like three brothers. I thought he was one of them first. Well, that is actually his voice as well, because I remember yeah, hearing yeah. that in Chernobyl. And, like, <coughs> right, that, yeah, I've seen the, him if, in... Yeah. If he this was had been in, the like, first Happy time I heard Valley his voice, stuff. I probably would have laughed, because it is very like, <laughs> yeah. I'm putting on a voice like this to try and sound yeah. like a yeah. tough guy. Now that's his actual voice. He's putting on an American accent. Yeah, yeah. But that's his voice. Like, mm. Yeah, it was, in, um, it was in Happy Valley and uh, Ordinary Lies. Yeah, I've seen him in yeah, stuff yeah. before. That's what, yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway. But I, I quite liked that scene where they were all like, yeah, let's try and pull his mask off. And he just I genuinely and... like that Batman was thinking, I'm going to punch all 50 people yeah, in this go. room with me. Yeah. Let's have them right now. Like, Do you yes. know what I liked as well? Was that when he started fighting, like he starts fighting and then it stops and he starts scuffling again. And the first thing he just, like he knew to do was goes back to a wall, so no one could come at him. I was like, yeah. so cool. Yeah, like yeah. such a little tiny thing where he was like, I put me back to the wall, so no one could come at me at the back again. There were a couple was, of people like, in my so screening that started laughing when Gordon gets really close to him and just goes, 
we got to get you out of here. We got to, you know. I proper like that scene. Like, yeah, that was great. Like, like I was, and he was talking. He was like looking. And yeah. Like, yeah. It's like proper. Who's like the mustache? Yeah. And then weirdly, he ran away, and then every single cop ran after him. I Which, liked that though. I, I was all for like Batman Has anyone seen down the corridor. There is no way that's going out. There's no. no way though that those police open fire on him in the stairwell because they're like no. there's police dotted all up the yeah, stairwell, yeah. so that they're not going to risk <clears throat> shooting their mate. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. That scene, Ramar. Has anyone seen Blues Brothers? Like when he's like not every any single cop, and uh, yeah, all these like all the cars like, crash. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like the, the end when they're going up to get like give the money to sort out the, like the, the church or whatever, and like these like every single cop running and they're like yeah, and the army and, <laughs> and then they all stop and it's like you seen two dudes in a, in two suits and he's like yeah they went that way thanks <laughs> like, everybody running the same direction I was like that's not, that's funny but, like just because yeah. I've seen the film so many times like oh yeah no no I enjoyed that um so. Let's do the Batmobile then. Okay. You skipped over. Did you Go like on. his squirrel suit? Because I get why they. Didn't oh yeah, it. yeah. The kind of like. <laughs> let's, yeah. let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I get why they did it because they're going for something a little bit more grounded, but that mm. looked stupid. It looked like stupid, yeah. and he failed mass- <laughs> massively. Yeah. Like, like I get, oh. I get what. Do you think? Like- go, go on. on sorry. Sorry. No, go you on. Go sorry. So like, because I know that um, Chris Nolan goes to the lengths to show why his cape is used for gliding. He's got those little bat fingers on there, which, you know, like, I don't know if he uses that, but fair enough. Um, but you don't, I don't remember caring that Ben Affleck's cape that clearly isn't meant to be used for gliding because it's like a leathery cape. He uses it for gliding. Like, that's just half of the course with Batman yeah. as far as I'm concerned like so you would just, have forgiven if he jumped off and kind yeah, of yeah, wings use, out yeah and... if he just had his cape ready yeah no what was it something like it was so he had like the little thing. extendable finger thing and then when he flicks it they all come out like that yeah so yeah it was like a, it was oh, it's out of, right, it makes okay. it rigid doesn't it if he sends a yeah. certain yeah, yeah. was it like that, electric currents in it like yeah because like, yeah. yeah. honestly yeah. that is the whole point of him having a cape anyway like if he's if if the cape doesn't do that, then it's just a hindrance in combat, yeah. which it, it yeah, does yeah. become later in the film. Like, there's a point where the cape is a flaw in his costume, whereas, like, everything about, especially this Batman, his costume is quite utilitarian. Yeah. It's not a, like, as Ty said before, it is a bit hodgepodge together. Not everything is custom made. He has yeah. kind of cobbled it together. So the only reason he should have a cape anyway is for it to be useful. And maybe you argue that it's a psychological thing, the way he presents himself to his victims, but victims, but um, <laughs> like, they are at the end of the day, they're drug, they're drug addicts who are just trying to earn a living the only That's way it. they can in a corrupt no. city. And you've got some Tory coming and beating yeah. the hell out of them instead of paying taxes to help them. He's a Tory. <laughs> Screw that man. It's just well, Saturday. <laughs> just trying to sell drops to kids for God's sake. Well, yeah, what? exactly. But, um, <laughs> But um, yeah, I would I would not have minded him using the cape, at, and he could have still failed it because he's not tried it before. Like you could yeah. have had it like that. Like I don't know, but, the squirrel shoot looked a bit dumb. <clears throat> do you think they've done that to be like that was the first time he started jumping off a building there? Like he's oh, like that, and yeah. then the next yeah. film it's like he'll be like there'll be a little scene where it's like Alfred's like, what are you doing? And he's like, yeah, that glider shoot didn't work. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I got I, I tried using. 
yeah, I tried using a parachute and I got absolutely ragdolled off a bridge, yeah, yeah. a bus, yeah. and a set of bins. Yeah, that's it. So <laughs> maybe it's like that little thing to be like the next time you see him in like the next film and he's like got that cape or he's got something that works. It's mm. like, well, that, that worked better than the last one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a little nod to yeah. be like, I'm trying these new things and I've got to do something, but that obviously didn't work because um, it's not the best in a city. Yeah. Like buses and that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So if we do the Batmobile then, right? Now, it's great and it looks good. I was very surprised that they had him stall it. <laughs> like, yeah. I thought that was just to, I thought that was a psych play. I thought it was just like he built up the noise, built up the noise, and then you know, like that. Oh, so, right, okay. I, yeah, I read oh, it as oh. like, oh. Because he, I, 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 he, he wasn't interested in the cops, yeah. like with the you know the other people. He was interested in the penguin because at that point he's worked out um, it's penguin who's the rat and he's got Maroni's drug operation going. Like, and he just he was just interested in him, so he wanted to separate him away from these other people. He could shoot him and hurt him. Yeah, but yeah. and I thought that was just to make Oswald drive away and spin away and then maybe give Selena a chance to get out alive as well with her money. But, um, yeah. I, I sort of seen it as a stall. I'll be honest, like he's... I, like I, he's I, yeah, I thought... Like, like he stood on his cape. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Alfred, I've got to take it off before I get in. <laughs> I, yeah, I remember, like, as soon as that noise starts, I was so hyped. Yeah. Like, oh like, yeah, yeah. Yay, yay! It's yeah, just like an entrance, much. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, like I, I, I can imagine that there was some WWE entrances that that kind of entrance <laughs> put to shame. Frankly, like it's weird because it's like the the car is always like an extension of the character. Yeah, mm. so the car is always a big thing. Like every every film has had their car or tank or whatever. Even the game have had like mm. that introduction of. This is the next level of, mm. of Batman, and that one didn't disappoint at all. Like, at all. oh my god, I think that was the best of all of them. Maybe, actually, maybe the original Batman when he stops it right in front of him, that was quite good, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it like it stops like that far away from him, and he's like, yeah. Yeah. like, but um, yeah, I then, love the story behind that as well. That because of Michael Keaton's outfit, he needed to be hoisted in and out of that car, you never saw him just <laughs> yeah. getting into yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And that reminded me of something with this as well. Like, Pat, Robert Battenbat could move his neck around freely, couldn't he? Yeah. But he looked like he did. He chose not to a lot of the time. There was a game. point where he turns to, I think, one of the cats on the counter and seeing this thing, and he sort of moves his whole body to turn to it. <laughs> well, it's not the 80s anymore. All right. <laughs> that, but that felt like an active choice, because that, like, with Michael Keaton's Batman, that limitation like does become a massive positive because yeah. it makes him look a bit less than human. It does make yeah. him look a bit more monstrous. Well, again, and... if we're going down the naive route, maybe it is that he's feeling that he can't have full movement and he's just doing it to overcompensate for what it is that he's wearing. Yeah, you could read it as that as well. Yeah. Like, but I know that Robert Pattinson felt very thought very carefully about his movement, so he will have had a reason for all the movements that he did yeah. and like that kind of yeah. turning his whole body thing it don't like and he is a batman fan so it probably for, slightly at least does harken back to Keaton and those older batmans where the neck was like fixed to the body yeah like yeah that. like i mean it, his suit was more about obviously like i keep mentioning the suit but 
like I feel like his suit was more just the chest plate mm. and the the head. That was that was what he was like. I've I've got this because the rest sword. of it was like cargo pants. Big yeah, boots. yeah. Like I've got this. Yeah. Almost, done it. You could imagine a soldier wearing the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even like, like the tactical mask. gear almost. Like you could see it was like on the nose of being like sewn in or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. he did. So it was like it wasn't perfect. Whereas all the other Batmans, it's like a proper mold Scu- of a Scu- like, yeah, sculpted like, solid one piece onesie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't, I don't think that's what it was. Like even the chest wasn't necessarily like. I'm gonna look like I've got muscles or I've got this. It like it was clearly like like a like a like a a, like a bulletproof vest. Mm -hmm. I like thingy together, and then obviously with the the Batman thing in the middle, yeah, uh, which is the first time that's been a thing where I've seen. Yeah, I liked that as he put it back in, and yeah, Yeah. they didn't address it at all. Do either of you two buy into that theory that it's um, it was the the gun? It's it's the gun that killed his parents. Yeah, apparently so, but I don't, I don't, I couldn't really see how. So the actual, the end bits, if you imagine it as a revolver, the end yeah. bits are like almost going into the handle and then towards the middle near where the yeah, front yeah. of the gun would, would be. There might yeah. be something in that, you know. Yeah. But, um, but I hope yeah. he's got this whole thing of like no guns and then his last film with like probably the Joker or whatever and he just takes it out, puts it together as a gun and shoots him. Like, <laughs> I'm retired. <laughs> yeah. Getting my pension. Just like well, snaps it back, snaps it back into a gun. Well, that's what makes Bruce Wayne retire in Batman Beyond in the first episode. Like he, like he gets chest pains. He's nearly having a heart attack, and the only way he can overpower a thug is picking up a gun and pointing it at him. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, at that night, he literally hangs up his bat suit, says never again. <clears> turns <throat> the yeah, flash that's it. But that's the it. actual car chase. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. The actual. Yeah. Car chase, like, because I mean, Ty. Well, I don't know if Ty will have thought this at all. Like, I remember being hyped for this from the trailers yeah. and from word of mouth on Twitter and social media in general. And oh my god, it did not disappoint. <laughs> Matt Reeves knows how to shoot a car chase. Like, what the yeah. hell? Oh my god, that. Was I think. That, do you know what though? All of the vehicles, like all of the when they're driving and when every part of it, even when they're on the bikes. It's shot so different to any mm. other, mm. like any other real, like film that I've seen. Yeah. Well, a, like, lot, a lot of other films would have like tracking shots of mm. all yeah, the yeah. action. And yeah. Nolan did really well with, especially in Dark Knight, the chase, <clears throat> like the big chase in the middle of Dark Knight, which yeah. I think is the best part of Dark Knight. Other yeah. than like, unless you want to go a bit more like acting scene and you go with the interrogation scene or something mm. like that. But in terms of an action set piece. That's one of the best in any film, let alone Dark Knight, which is one of the best films out there. But that that had a lot of we're going to track all the action. This one was very much the cameras are going to be mounted somewhere on the two vehicles in question, and those yeah. are the only viewpoints you are getting. And like we're going to actually make it hard for like we're going to make it so that it would have been hard for you to see it in tracking shots because we're going to have it absolutely Hollywood raining to the point where we're just pouring buckets of water over these people and. Just by having quite static cameras, but the action happening around the cameras, that was so frenetic. And it is just this quite unique car chase that we do not get well, a lot it, of. Yeah. I think, to so be honest, it was one of them car chases where it showed everything and showed mm. nothing. Yeah. Mm. So you it, didn't... Was quite, it was quite small as well. Like There's only two vehicles yeah. involved in this yeah, chase. Yeah. It's not a big... 
like like because that's one thing to maybe he was going as far away from Nolan's scene as he could because he's thinking we're not going to top that. In, but we're not well maybe not we're gonna we're not gonna top it but we're not gonna try and replicate that Nolan mm. did that and he did it as well as you could possibly do it even yeah. if we've got like better effects available to us today whether they be CGI or practical so we're it's gonna the, do something very we're gonna do these are two cars very much like a bullet which is still heralded as one of the best car chases ever yeah. with Steve Queen and that two vehicles just at each other and yeah. because for, we've not got martial law They've not got an empty city to traverse this through. This is a traffic jam mm. in the rain and all the other drivers are driving slowly. And yeah. Oh, my, oh my the, God. I suppose the difficulty is with something like this and then like I suppose with Spider-Man as well, is that there's been so many incarnations and versions of it now that you've got to look back to what came before to make sure that you're not just absentmindedly copying yeah. what, you know, what's been before. Uh, but no, I really enjoyed it. And then I think the kind of... I don't know if it was a surprise that it happened, but with the riddle being delivered to Wayne Manor and Alfred reading it and the that whole fireproof so envelope and like, stuff. The way it was like he was phoning them and it had already happened. Like, yeah. That was so clever. Because yeah. I was like, mm. why is he not picking up the phone? Like, what? Yeah. Why is he ignoring the phone ringing? Not, he's, a, he's a frigging butler. Like, what's yeah. <laughs> like, that, that is, that's very not okay, Alfred. Yeah. yeah. Cross Do your job, man. Put your crossword down. Yeah. Yeah. But then uh, the, the whole like fireproof envelope, I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. Like, dogs eating the carpet. Sorry. Yeah. I did like... think the way they cut. So when he got through to, is it Dory? His yes. sweet old housemaid. Yeah, yeah. I, I frankly feel she faked us out a bit. Really? She, yeah, well, she's like, I'm so... She was like, oh, I'm so sorry. It's like, I oh, expected, like, Riddler just to be stood yeah. there, like, yeah. when she was like, oh, I'm really sorry. No, but I... I, In terms of fake-out, that very much made it feel like Alfred had died. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At, yeah, that, yeah. at that point. Yeah. That very much gave the vibe of yeah. Alfred is dead. He got caught but in the explosion. The, like, the, the actor from, like, um, Rob Patterson being, like, he's trying to, like, push his car as far as he can, and he's, like, he's you can tell he's like that's kind of the, the switch that it's like okay I'm I'm I do actually care like I do yeah like and I think that scene in itself to go from a car chase which is like all explosions and this and that and then it's all like cars rolling and all that stuff to genuine like oh my god I've got to get home like I've got this to is possibly the first time that it's come back yeah like it's the first time Everything you've really doing, seen yeah any emotion. I remember I remember yes. Arkham Origins doing something similar. Ar- Arkham Origins did something similar. It's one of the best bits of the game because he realizes <laughs> that Bane has figured out who Batman is mm. and he's gone to yes. yeah, he's yeah. gone to the Batcave and Alfred is there and he's clinically dead. And yeah. and Bat- and Bruce has to restart his um, heart with the electrocutioner's gloves. Mm. Um and that's like the only time you've really seen. Yeah. Like. I, yeah. I mean, I get in terms of like caring for Alfred, that is one of the massive positives about Batman and Robin. It gets that's actually quite a sweet moment it's where one point, yeah. Yeah, like it's the best bit of acting from George Clooney in that film is he sat across <laughs> from this man who's raised him, and like he is adequate, more than adequately getting across. Yeah. I. I'm gutted. Like you're dying of this horrific disease, yeah. and there's literally nothing I can do. Like I, I should be able to do something with, with doctors and stuff like that. I'm, a, I'm Bruce Wayne. I'm the richest man on the planet. How yeah, can I not yeah. fix this? Well, but, I think um, that's why, like, Patson has his moment where he's like, 
like even when he's in the hospital and he's kind of like, I, 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 I didn't really care about me. Like I'm not scared of dying. Like I'm, mm. I'm not bothered yeah. about me. This, this is about the mission type thing. Mm. Um, this isn't about me. But then he's like, actually, I've just realised I do actually care about you. Mm. And these people around me, you like, I want to protect, and that's why I'm kind of doing this. Mm. And it's like, oh god. Is it the fireproof Riddler clue that gets us to like the orphanage or whatever it was that yes. building? Yeah. yeah. So we, we end up in the, the orphanage, we end up in the derelict building. And I'm like, I was saying this to Ty before we started, like it's a long film and there were two points where I thought, is this now where we're going one step extra do we need this extra thing and when we get to the orphanage it kind of to be fair it does tie together this idea that Carmine Falcone had something to do with Thomas Wayne's murder which then had something to do with the renewal project and it all led to this rat thing happening but then there's literally a point where by the bat symbol there's Batman Catwoman and and Jim Gordon will be there as well. And they kind of go, we're going to deal with Falcone and then we'll go. And I was a bit like, do we need both of that? Mm. Are we kind of taking a sidestep now and going doing this? It gave us more Falcone. It gave us more Totoro. So I can't really complain about that. Um, But then as well, the other one was um, when... I'm jumping forward. I'll leave it. I'll leave it for a sec. Um, Yeah, so basically the, the, the big reveal that happens here is that Martha Wayne was um, hospitalised for mental illness. The Arkhams sort of covered it all up. Uh, they covered up the fact that Martha's parents, um, uh, Martha's mum killed Martha's dad and then shot herself, yeah? And then they killed. They, they covered that all up, so then Martha was an orphan. Go on. Is Martha an Arkham in the comics, Ty? Um... I think it's in the game. Yeah, I don't. It possibly is, but not like a uh, like a prominent comic. If that makes I sense. Ima- yeah, I can't imagine that they spent too long going no, really deep. Like, in it's just that it's, like it really fits in this story as well because of like ultimately the theme they go for, and I do like the idea that they have the uh, they recognize that the Ar- Arkham is not just the name of. A building it, it's yeah. named after a family and yeah. they would also be major players in yeah. the city of gotham so therefore getting two of them yeah. married oh like yay yeah. money uh, but i kind of hear this before this is the first i think certainly in a live action but the only other bit of media outside of comics like i said that i've seen this idea in is one of the telltale games the idea that the waynes were not saints mm. the idea that yeah. they they were billionaires. They were probably pretty scummy in some of the things they did. And yeah. the idea of Batman having to reconcile that, these people he has put up on a pedestal, that he has... Oh, he's been that before, where it's the idea of, like, Thomas Wayne not being... And then there's, like, the whole Court of Owls thing. Oh, yeah, but that's, that's, that's yeah. a comic thing. I'm saying it's yeah, film. Yeah. Like, oh, right, is, okay, yeah, This yeah. is very... Because I know that... I, I've not read enough comics to have in a bit, but I know that yeah. the comics will have delved into that plenty. Yes. But, I think the, the idea is, though, I think the idea of... And this is going to sound really bad, but not... not Anyway, it doesn't matter. But I know what I'm talking about, so sorry. <laughs> um, I think the idea of, like, old-school mental health is very, like it's kind of a buzzword at the minute and it's kind of a thing that people are talking about. And But way back when, like, if you're looking at this as a realistic thing, Martha Wayne being, like, 
like her head where it is and her being like a bit mental and like subtles and all stuff like that. That's not something that 10 years ago would have been looked into. Yeah. It would have been looked at. It's a very much like, okay, we can use this now because mm. people have got such an awareness of it. Well, so I, I think when... that idea of using it in this film yeah. is good. Yeah. But you probably wouldn't get it in Nolan's film or like an 89 film. Do you know what I mean? Where But not even that he's trying to cover up mental health, like maybe the idea that just Thomas Wayne is prone to corruption. Like mm. something like that. And that, and they, that's what they're hinting at with this. Because I remember George is saying, well, that's not that bad. And it's like, we're saying that now, like it's similar to what you're saying. So like, no, mental health wouldn't be stigmatized like that now. You know, if, no. if it turned out that Michelle Obama had, well, that's long enough ago that it probably would have been. But like if the next yeah. presidential candidate, if they'd had treatment at a mental or a psychiatric facility and yeah. come through it the other side... That'd be you like as scummy as it sounds. You could massively use that politically. You could be like, yeah, I know yeah. what it's like. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I've worked firsthand with people who suffer with these issues. So, and uh, but regardless, <laughs> Thomas Wayne saw that as a dampener to his mayoral campaign. So he looked to silence it. Yeah. That is scummy. That is as cor- that mm. is lower level compared to some of the other people that we deal with in this film. But that is corrupt, and he was willing to do morally dubious if not legally dubious things to get that silence and yeah. batman bruce cannot wrap his head around that because he's always held his parents up on a pedestal and he has to reconcile these people who i'm fighting for the city on behalf of yeah they're just as bad like but then, idea. then that idea of him being like he's so quick to judge his, his father because of what falcone said mm. and then when alfred's in the hospital and he's like no that's not what happened. Like, yeah, yeah. That's but, the also, idea. Alf- but the way- Alfred is just as biased as well. And frankly, I'll, I don't buy Alfred's explanation. Oh, he, he cared about your mother. No, that you didn't. Like, you didn't. What would the negative impact of that coming out have been? Like, oh, his mm. mother would have been scrutinized a bit, would they? Like, and but that's the there. thing. It's like, if, if you look at it, like, like, he's the idea is, oh my God, you've got to do something because of my, like, my, um, running for a mayor and stuff like that. And like, oh my God, it's going to ruin his reputation, blah, 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 all that stuff. And then the idea of Alfred being like, no, he, he didn't care about that. He cared about your mum. It's kind of like, well, I can, I can kind of, yeah, I can see that. Like, I don't think I'm a morally ambiguous person, mm. but if it came down to it to protect my daughter, I would kill everybody in the room and <laughs> not, not think anything of it because... That's the way I am as a, and yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I truly believe that. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and I'm not saying I'm I've got that in me, or I'm not saying I'm like I'm this big tough guy. But mm. what I'm saying is, your morals go out the window when. Oh yeah. Something well, that's that why Alfred says he's, he's a good man, doesn't it? You know, yeah. that's why you know in in Alfred's eyes, he's still done that thing. I mean, the Wikipedia kind of summarizes it a little bit. So he says Alfred confirms that Thomas asked Falcon to murder the journalist. So there's been a journalist that was going to leak yeah, yeah. all the stuff about Martha coming out, but decided to turn Falcon in over to the police after learning of the murder. He surmises that Falcon had Thomas and Martha killed to prevent this. So again, it is just a kind of I can't be sure. But yeah, I'm assuming yeah. that this I like happened. that though because it's like yeah. even when Alfred's talking, he's like, I don't know if that's what happened, and every well, that, day I think about it. Like, I don't. Yeah. Do you still that, that um, ambiguity about it? Where it's like, I we still don't actually know. We're still not sure, but yeah. we've got this mob boss's idea of what happened. Mm. George got, pointed out though, Batman as a detective 
it's it's weird that he hasn't figured out who it is because he that seems like especially this Batman would have obsessed over yeah. is because yeah. I quite like the actual because I I'm pretty sure it's the accepted story and I think it's the one that Nolan went with that it was Joe Chill it was just some random it, he was basically yeah. a random street thug and maybe he had something because Alfred says of, that doesn't it yeah he says like oh it could have been says, oh it could have been like yeah yeah I wouldn't have minded a definitive because because Batman. Otherwise, it does become a bit of a revenge story for Batman, and we've yeah. we've seen that we've yeah. seen that with Batman eighty nine and stuff like that. But I think um, that's what Batman is like. I think that's the yeah, that's the <laughs> fundamental of him that he's like he's he hasn't he genuinely doesn't know how to deal with the fact that this that the Waynes own the city and yeah he's now the orphan. Know what I mean? And that's even touched yeah. on with the Riddler in prison, and he's yeah. like. You don't know what it's like to be an orphan. Like you, mm. you what was you? Because you say orphan, but yeah, high tower, silver yeah, spoon. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, so that, annoyed, like that, that annoyed Georgia as well because Georgia just turned to me and was like, "Well, he is an orphan because both his parents are dead." So like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like oh. it because it, it, it kind of goes with you know when. It, it, it's almost the idea of you're not allowed <clears> to have a mental illness or you're not allowed to be suffering because you've got money. And it's yeah. like, no, you can still be incredibly traumatized. He saw yeah. his parents yeah, yeah. murdered. Like, yeah. yes, yeah, he but had... then you're reasoning with a madman, aren't you? That's the thing. Yeah. You, you, you're not going to get that through. That's what you want. That's that. Yeah. That's what's so good about this Riddler. Yeah, is that in that moment you're like, yeah, he doesn't know what it's like to be. Because, like, so obviously he does. Let's but... let's go to that bit then, because that's what happens sort of immediately after this. So they get Carmine Falcone. They take him outside. Um, he. Sort of believes piece of action as well, yeah. Yeah, he Rock thinks you know I, I own you all. You all work for me, and then there's all the coppers out there going, "Nah, not all of us do." And then Riddler, who actually at first we think it's um, Oz that shoots him, but it's not. It's mm. actually Riddler with a sniper yeah. rifle from another window. So then that leads them to Riddler's lair and all that kind of stuff, and then they arrest him in the coffee shop that you see in one of the trailers. So then fast forward to Riddler being in Arkham, unmasked, full Paul Dano. You know, all that kind of stuff. Pulling so many uncomfortable faces. Paul so Dano. many uncomfortable faces. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's so, he's so like, good. I believe like, that he's mentally insane. Yeah. Like, totally I love the job it. that they gave him as well. Was that, is that his job in the comics, Ty, of, like, forensic accountant? Um, yes, it is. He has got... He's changed his name, though, aren't they, slightly? Because yeah, he's, he's kind of a few jobs that he's this. had. Yeah. He's mm. kind of a few different things that he's done. It depends where you kind of delve into it the more realistic ones yeah like but then other ones he's just uh, he just does what he does like he has got a job do you know what I mean what was his name but, on his other ID because I wondered if that might be an easter egg as well you yeah know when I he's didn't like, catch that yeah uh, yeah I, 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 saw, I saw Edward Nashton I didn't see yeah. the other name and I wondered if that was like I, don't I wondered if the surname it. well it's a Nashton though I don't know why they've done that because Edward Nigma is a bit on the nose like <laughs> true, it, it's true. a bit on the nose like for true. this film yeah, that's a, that's a bit silly. Yeah, like like they didn't call Penguin Oswald Cobblepot, like Adam pointed out, because yeah, that's yeah. a bit silly. Yeah. Like Carmine Falcone, fine. Salvatore Moroni, fine. Yeah, Bruce Wayne, yeah, fine. Think, yeah, because I think in in Gotham he had a job like that, didn't he? And the, he was he was one of the yeah he, was he, the, he worked uh, for he worked for Gotham PD. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so he, I think the idea of it is there, but I just, it's uh, to, to be honest with you. Yeah, Especially with Batman, it's really hard to kind of get a, a like a ground, not a grounded, but like a one line view of all the kind of like 
rogues gallery, if you like, because mm. you get somewhere to like, okay, I'm going to do this street level and it's going to be like nitty gritty and it's going to be cool. And then you get other ones where like Batman's in space and you're like, all right. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? So it's like, it's dead hard to get like one thing. And then the comics at the minute, I've got this thing where they're like, okay, we're going to rewrite that. Like we're going to rewrite the, yeah. the history of this and we're going to do that. So there's a lot of things where like, a lot of things make sense. And as I say, I've never, I've, I've read a lot of, a lot mm. of Batman, but I've never seen a riddle like this before. To be fair, there's a, there's a, thingy, but not like this. There's a you know how the sometimes, the, you know, sometimes the films can influence the, you know, like Harley Quinn was introduced yes. in the animated series and then became a yeah, state yeah. character in the comics. Oh, yeah. Can you, can you see a comic run where they go more like this for Riddler? <clears throat> um, yes, definitely. Because, They've, they did it with the Joker. Yeah. So they did mm. a more, like, ledger version mm. of Joker, mm. uh, where he was, like, insane. But then they have their own insane version of Joker. So it's, like, it depends what you what you read more of. Um, but, like, the actual original, like, Batman comic and Batman run, definitely, I can see this. Mm. I just can't see him in a big plastic green suit. That's the only mm. thing. That's, like... Such a such a throw from where he is and like what he does. Because even in the games, I think he's a bit mental in the games. They make yeah. him a bit more grubby, don't they? Mm. Yeah, but he's mm. still got that like the mark stuff and the yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like this isn't really he can't like space paint to places. And it's not really in this film, it's not really him. It's more his followers who are like doing all this stuff yeah. that's like the question mark. I, I did like how the like, film took some of the stuff from the games though with the whole like with the, when when they go into the orphanage there's a couple of bits <clears> in the game where it's like you go into Riddler's he sends yeah, you into yeah. a building and it's a bit and like he, put, he puts way. arrows everywhere yeah. to tell yeah, you yeah, where yeah. to go um, there's like, a bit on well, the wiki that says actually that Edward <clears throat> Nashton um, is the birth name so it oh, might right. be that Nigma's used as a kind of pseudonym at some point. Oh, right. I think he's literally called Edward Nigma in Batman Forever, to be fair. Yeah, oh, he is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mr. Enigma. That's what they say. Mr. Enigma. Enigma. Yeah. yeah. Um, do, you, do you get but... it? Do you get <laughs> it? Subtle with a silent B. Do you get it? <laughs> um, when we were watching that scene when he walked in and it had all the painting on the wall and that, like the, like, got like whatever it said, like a uh, thing he's in the orphanage. And um, you did like the the news reporter Thomas Wayne, I think it was. Yeah. And um, Rachel leaned over to me and was like, I "Think we're going to get a projector and a big sheet on the wall, yeah?" <laughs> like that, and literally walked in, and that's basically what it was. I was like, "Oh my god!" She was like, "Yeah, that's like totally out the game. That's like literally what." Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, that's a cool thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, a big sheet on the wall and a projector. Let's go. Like, there we go. Like that's so funny. Um, his lair was so creepy as well. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, it's like, it very, heart, really reminded me of um, in Seven where they go into uh, what's it? it John Smart? Doe's room. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah really yeah. reminded me of that. Yeah. It was and like his manifestos everywhere and the reading through it, and you just know yeah. that some poor film intern has had to spend. Hours just yeah, scrolling yeah. out on an hour. The, and then the copper goes, there's thousands. I was like, I bet there is. Yeah. You're only going to show us one, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny though. Like, I, uh, I didn't, not that I didn't like, but I thought it was being nice, is when Batman was looking through all that stuff and realised that he does that. Like, the yeah. realisation yeah. that he's got yeah, his yeah, own journal. Yeah. He's got yeah. loads of his own journals. And he looked through and it was kind of like... 
seeing oh, the other side of the coin there. Yeah, yeah we're not that different here. Oh, God. Yeah. But nothing was really mentioned of that. It just kind of like when he was like seeing it, um, and it was like Gordon, it was like, what about there uh, is a chain of um, like evidence or something like that? Oh, yeah. Like, he goes, What we're like, we going to do about this? Yeah. <laughs> like, he's wearing gloves, like it's sound. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, but you know funny. what he's not wearing and what a lot of the detectives aren't wearing, which would be an issue? A mask. Because yeah. he's breathing DNA everywhere. Oh. It's going to be coming off of his skin. Like, it. I, again, it's something that everyone... But Jim Gordon's there, like, just wearing latex gloves. Great, your dandruff's everywhere, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have contaminated this scene. Notice how half the people are in those, like, full smocks. Because yeah. that's what you need to be in as a crime think, scene investigator. Do you think they left out the mask bit because people thought, oh, that's just a normal day? Because yeah. people have seen, <laughs> seen enough of them. Yeah. See, like, oh, they're just walking around. Batman but, doesn't yeah. wear a mask properly. He doesn't cover his nose. Yeah, <laughs> All we want is a bit of escapism. Yeah. Um, I, I said this to my friend afterwards. I did not expect the ending of the film to be the ending of the film. Like, if you said to me going in, <laughs> Five or now, how do you think this film's going to end? I would have yeah. said Batman beating Riddle up in a sort of small thingy, not the entire of Gotham City flooding. Yeah, fair. Like, I would not have said that at all. You've well. gone over the interrogation scene. Well, no, I, was... I'm, I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. No, I, the only reason I mentioned it is because the bit were oh, the, the carpet tool. Good old officer Martinez going. I recognise that. Yeah, yeah. Like, of, you one, know. The one, one guy, one guy, who knows one guy it. for the so whole like, film, and they're all like, "Is this a chisel? What is it?" Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. So the <clears throat> the interrogation scene, right? I'm, I don't want to do comparisons, but obviously, got, it, I was about to say, are we going to compare it with Dark Knight? It's very. Think, it's it's yeah yeah. Um, genuine in terms of quality as well, like. Sorry, yeah. it's I mean, so good. One thing to take away from this film, I'm not listening to Ave Maria the same way again. Oh my god, no, just, that's quite mm. frightening, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. I think I'm, I'm like singing it, he's uh, singing like, and he's it. like, and he's like losing his mind slowly yeah. as every like every line comes out of his mouth. He's like, oh my god, like, I think the idea of like, I'm, I'm thinking that they were sort of friends this whole time. Like, yeah. I, we were I thought partners. they could have done a bit like, more with that. This weird kind of kinship that they've got yeah, because yeah. they're off. I think yeah. I, I think they could have done a bit more with that. Maybe it's like because they ju- it was just like oh you brought him into the light. It's like well yeah. What about the other yeah. three? That I didn't help you. And it's like maybe you could have had something of him like being partly responsible for getting Coulson out of the club and into the car. Yeah. And yeah. Like me, I think they could have done more with that where it is like a you know, hello Zeb moment from Saw where you realise that he's played him the whole time. Because, <laughs> 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 you know, this is, he is very jigsaw, this uh, Yeah, Riddler, yeah, there was, there was very one jigsaw. line of dialogue that sounded very jigsaw to me. Yeah. I can't remember what it was, but it was just his turn of phrase and the way that he said it, I was like, oh, that's a bit Tobin mm. Bell. But that, but that, but yeah, and Paul Dano in that, yeah. and I like as well kind of skipping ahead a little bit but like like Joker has a very convoluted plot in Dark Knight that involves him getting arrested and then breaking out again I expected like, that to happen 
This yeah, is what I mean. I'm really yeah. happy that he didn't plan to get out. Yeah. He was like, yeah, yeah. I'm, in, I'm, in yeah. Asi- I'm in the asylum now. Like, I fully expected quite- it to go the way of like, he's in there now, but he's definitely going to get out and then there's going to be a big thing between the two of them at the end. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, well, I think they... I didn't know how they were going to do it, but I think they did it quite quickly in terms of you got the hang quite quickly that, yeah, some, he's left. I thought he'd left something and I assumed yeah. it would be a bomb or something. Well, the I, one thing I, that was quite refreshing was that obviously it's bombs again, which isn't refreshing because the, the issue with Batman and bombs is just a constant thing in it. But mm. he said there's bombs all around the city because obviously when he pulls the carpet up and you see the dots and stuff, I yeah. thought we were then going to go on a half an hour Let's try and get to all the bombs and deactivate yeah, all I the thought bombs. We did that. But then they just start blowing up, and I was like, "All right, okay, fine." Yeah, you know. they just wrecked Gotham. Fair yeah. enough. And then all of his followers going, "Oh, I know where I can buy one of them suits and that and them hats." Yeah, in that yeah. shop rifles so, are good, and like that. Yeah. And some I noticed as well, and Ty won't be privy to it at all because he don't watch trailers. I remember watching, you know, the "What have you done?" in the trailer, mm. and it being a bit naff. Do you remember? Right, that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. what have you done in the trailer was a bit naff. None of the what have you done's in the film are naff. No, no. The what have you done's in so the film. So when he's punching the glass. Yeah. Yeah. He, that was. I didn't know. That there was, was like a second take in the either. trailer because they tried the best as possible to hide the fact that Paul Dano was obviously unmasked at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't realize. They, I wouldn't have thought they would have put that in there. Which just because F- of you can see. But then I suppose, yeah, if you're not showing the other side of the glass, that's it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Complete side note, um, I'm so glad it wasn't Jonah Hill. Because Jonah Hill was originally cast as the Riddler. Really? Yeah. No. And no. then he, he, he basically, they weren't paying him enough money, so he said no, and then they got Paul Dano in. I and mean, I'm like, I don't think Paul Dano I can, cannot this. imagine Jonah Hill. No. Like, I've only seen Paul Dano in this, and in Prisoners, and... yeah. He's just a lunatic and both. Oh, he's great right in Whew. Little he's Miss Sunshine. He's incredible. Is yeah, like it makes me want to watch more of his films. Hey, I tell you Little what, if you, went and watched, if you went and watched Little Miss Sunshine after this, you would not be seeing it in the same way. Uh, <laughs> he's great in There Will Be Blood. He's great in. Um, he's got a very short bit in Looper as well, and he's involved in like the best and most horrific bit of Looper. Really? Like, there's oh, a really horrifying part because he's the Maybe guy who doesn't. Yeah, he, he's the guy who doesn't kill his future self when his future self comes through, and then the future self escapes, and then bits of him just start going missing. Right. Oh. Yeah, I've seen three films then. Yeah. Um, I didn't realise that was him. Yeah, wow. it's called Dano. Yeah, I didn't know. But yeah, he's incredible. He's very good at the... He's just... His psychotic energy in this yeah, is yeah. frightening. Like, some well, of the faces... That he's like he's he had trouble sleeping in that afterwards, mm. which mm. is like everyone's like, oh my god, oh no, mm. like it's happening again. But I think he's kind of one of them actors who like he really like he kind of tries to get into it as much as possible, and he gets into mm. that character, and he like there's probably a lot of stuff he's done and and said and like ways to get into that mentality that I you think would he never is quite know. Meth- yeah, he yeah. is quite method. You'd never know or never yeah. see. But, yeah. And that's what that's what makes a good actor, I suppose. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and I think they do a good job of towing the line with him. Like you do understand where he's coming from—the idea that he is ultimately against bad people. He is like he is against corruption. But a lot of the time, like you will get like 
the villain has quite an admirable goal and then does something very tonally dissident mm. to like remind you that they're a villain. Like, <clears throat> oh, I'm fighting uh, police injustice. Excuse me while I bludgeon this cat to death. Like, maybe not that extreme, <laughs> yeah. but it can come across a bit like that. Yeah. Whereas this guy, like, his where he crosses the line isn't that dissonant from his thought process. Like, he is he is mentally ill and he is an extremist and he is very clever. So he's very good at articulating his viewpoint. Mm. Like you can pick yeah. it apart a bit, but he's very, yeah. how did you guys think he knew who Batman was at any point in this? Mm. Well, I, I, I did from the trailer. Because mm. in the trailer, there's, it, it kind of alludes to the fact that he says Bruce Wayne. Mm. But so I would like it was only when even to the point where when he said Bruce Wayne and like Batman's eyes were like yeah oh no and he was like and even that point I was like what the this is and then obviously obviously like as it played out he didn't but um yeah that was kind of like there's um there's actually another bit with the naivety uh I'm again I'm jumping forward here you know the bit where I mean he, he gets shot with a shotgun doesn't he Batman and, and um, yeah yeah um, and then he, he almost goes to take his mask off, doesn't he, to sort of show Selena who he is. And she's like, no, nah, don't bother. Don't bother. Don't bother. Don't, doesn't matter. You don't need yeah, to do yeah. that. Yeah. Because um, I just thought, again, there's the naivety of him going, oh, I actually yeah. need to know who I am. If I'm, yeah. you know. <laughs> I'm going to die. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna die. You know what I mean? That was a great, like, that final sequence, though. That was so... Again, like, I did not expect it to end that way. Like, I did mm. not expect that to be the final sequence of yeah. just Gotham flooding mm. and it being set basically in Madison Square Garden. Uh, I thought as well, I didn't know, like, I thought it would have been a very niche reference. I don't think it is, but I remember, you know what, like, after he gets shot and then Selena's getting strangled by some blow. Yeah. I thought he didn't get, like, because that looked like a very, like, luminous green liquid. I thought it was like himself. Bane toxin. That I thought, yeah, venom. Yeah. Venom. Yeah. I thought yeah, he was injecting yeah. himself with a bit of venom to hide himself, like yeah. a super steroid. It was probably just adrenaline. Yeah, yeah. Probably, yeah. but I remember thinking, "Oh, is that is that meant to be yeah. venom?" Like, because he got a bit crazy, Batman. didn't he? Yeah. he got a, like, I like that he had like a special bit in his suit that mm. like he opened a little flap and was yeah. like, "Was it near his like, heart?" Yeah, like it was like a little. Th- I don't know. It was weird. It was like a yeah. little thing that, and it was like a perfect place for it or whatever it was. I just remember it was like, as well. Is his back symbol comes off, and there's a bit <clears> where <throat> he puts it back on when I think he's in Edward's lair. Yeah, he cuts through the police yeah. tape, doesn't it, to get. Oh to, right, yeah. yeah, that was my question. It's yeah. like, why was it off in the first place? I yeah, like yeah, he that he's like. It. Yeah, like he just he's, he's, it and then it's like he's going to throw yeah. that as a batarang in the next film, isn't he? Oh yeah. Like yeah. he's 100%. And then like, he's going to have to run after it to get it back because yeah. it's not a boomerang. <laughs> I, re- I reckon you could write it in where there's like a little guidance computer trip in there. Because well, of- the remote control batarang in the game. Yeah, exactly. So, which yeah. goes very yeah. slowly. All he's got to do is be in a group of people and like throw it. It hits someone. They go down. He does a little fighting, spins it down, pulls it out. Does yeah, thing, and you see it in this one as well. I love, that he's, I love that he's not afraid to use his grapple guns to shoot through a guy's shoulder or a guy's leg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like, you're was, in my way. I'm going to. Yeah. yeah I, re- I remember seeing that the first time in uh, Batman v Superman in that mm-hmm. amazing warehouse scene, which in terms of fight choreography, I would still argue hasn't been topped. Yeah, it was yes. a good scene. Like that was a really good like yeah, Batman yeah. just 
beating people. See, and he shoots someone through a shoulder and then pile drives them into a bar. Well, like, yeah. I love that this Batman is not afraid to do that. Why wouldn't he shoot? Like, because I mean, loophole, he's using the gun and it might kill him because yeah, you that's know, it. But still, like, he's not afraid to, like, yank someone by the legs and stuff like that. Grapple gun through the heart. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like him, a Terminator 2 thing, isn't it? Where he's like, I told you not to kill anyone. And he's like, don't worry, no one will die. And then he's like, yeah, shoots the guy through both his legs. Like, yeah, like shooting, like, all these cops and all the cars are exploding everywhere. And then it's like, fatality, zero. And he's like, okay. (laughs) Everyone's everyone's maimed to death. Like, people, like, legs are over here. People are walking that. Wait, 800, mate. You know exactly where every single one of those thousands of bullets in your minigun is. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's like no one's dead, so it's fine. Oh, he just had is- Tom Cruise in collateral attitude. He didn't kill him. The bullets in the fall killed him. Well, that's right. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I, I didn't, right. So, do you know the end fight scene mm. when he was like knocking them out and that? Were they handing mm. themselves? No, they all so they all had um they all had propel gear on. So they had like harnesses on around their back. So it looked like their neck <clears> will have been around their back because they're getting ready to like repel. Oh, down they were gonna go, yeah, like, they were gonna see, repel. That's down, what yeah. when they were like thinking it looked because that's what it looked like. I was like, you might not be killing them, but if they they're hanging, they're dead. So yeah. it was <laughs> it was only one, one of them who like the, a few of them fell, and then one of them kind of like like spun off the side, and as he fell, it was like <laughs> Like and he saw right, yeah. yeah, and I was like, yeah. yeah. If you look again, his arm. <laughs> they kill themselves. Yeah, yeah. It, it was just harnesses. He was punching because that just effectively does immobilize them. I think he knocks them out and just sends them yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. So they're not in. But the yeah, area. I was like, is that their thing? That he's like, okay, so now this is what we're gonna do. Like the riddlers, where the riddlers follow us, and um, mm. yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do this, but kill ourselves while we're doing it because that's what we do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that, that I mean, go on. That final shot with the flare. Oh yeah, I liked the, I liked the flare mm-hmm. bit. Because that's um, him realizing that he can't just be vengeance. He's got to be hope. Yeah. yeah and, be, and it comes yeah. full. And it comes full circle with the kid. The kid saw something in him when he was at his dad's murder scene, and he saw something in him at the funeral without realizing it. And the kid is the first one to put faith in Batman. Yeah, Batman's yeah. helping Peter. Just, mm, yeah, <laughs> the new mayor isn't. The new mayor has got shot, and then she's underwater, just like yeah, chilling. Yeah, he's like, oh, "What? Let the kid I'm go not, first. I don't want to go. Yeah, uh, like, I'm, I'm sorry. You've I'm covered right. your microphone, your buddy numpty. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. But I did like that because, like, it is clear from the get-go. Like, going way back to that initial fight scene, the guy that he saves is terrified of him because yeah. why wouldn't you be? A mass lunatic has just beaten up a gang of thugs. Don't hurt me after you just beat you. up all these people. Yeah, 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 after you've just saved my life. <laughs> like... It is probably, I would say, like, as a whole, there's a, there's a lot of, like, like, you don't need, like, you're obviously going to do a second one, mm. but there's no, like, necessarily loose ends, if you like. Like, it's yeah. very, like, it's full circle as a film goes. Like, you've got... He's turned it round that like no one, not everyone's scared of him anymore. So he's like the hope of the city. And when he carries that girl and he puts her on the stretcher, at yeah. the end, and she like grabs hold of him and he's like, like it's fine, it's okay. Georgia I... nearly cried when they show the wide shots and there's that sw- there's that swimming dog. 
All right. She's like struggling to get across the because she can't she can't be doing with animals in distress <laughs> at all. And wow. that swimming dog there like that, just keeping his head above water, like never watch I am legend, Jesus Christ. Oh my god, because I, 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 I thought although you've just said that, that it kind of wraps everything up and it could be a neat ball and all that kind of stuff. I think they tried to sort of toe the line a little bit and they were like, let's leave enough in to sort of, we can oh, come yeah, back definitely. to this. Yeah, yeah. But we don't like want to big... hedge our bets and go, yeah. you know, this is there's, going to happen. There's not like, there's not sequel bait stuff though. You know, like we're going to have, uh, I don't know, like... Uh, it's, it's not like Riddler's, Riddler's like jail cell door opens and he yeah, walks yeah. out. Yeah. Well, it's one of the, yeah, we'll look at Batman Begins and at the end of Batman Begins, like obviously it was set yeah. because the cars, yeah, yeah. Fellow with the Mind you, to be yeah. fair, we're I, also doing something very similar in this that I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about that because awesome. um, I. What did I guess? I got sent the cast list as part of the press notes and stuff. And you wondered in in the cast list it says Barry Keoghan, unnamed Arkham prisoner. And I was like, huh? Mm. And then there was a point where when we'd not seen him, I just thought, oh, maybe they cut his scenes, maybe they cut his scenes. And then when I saw I was like, oh, here we go. Here's Joker. Because that's a weird one as well for him to be an unnamed prisoner. Like he's not a big name. Like, so on the one hand. He's he's too big a name to have a throwaway cameo like that because he's been in yeah, plenty. Of he's moments. noticeable. Yeah, he was in Eternals. I'm pretty sure he's in Peaky Blinders as well. He's in um he's an, he's the third actor that's in Chernobyl from this film. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah he, he plays yeah. Pavel, the young lad who like doesn't want to shoot puppies. Which fair play. <laughs> On the flip side of that, is he ready for the role that they've clearly given him? I mean, well, it's a young it, Joker, then, isn't it? He's That's a the very young Joker. The thing is, though, he doesn't have to be like you. Although he's been given that role and he's done that, like it could change. Like it could be someone yeah. new if they were going to do it. I don't think. I think the Joker's played out. To be fair, like when you know, when he gave him his own Joker. riddle, I thought that the answer was going to be joke. Yeah. yeah, and I thought that was where they were going to leave that then. Yeah, but then he did his laugh, didn't he? And you know all that. But kind of stuff. at the same time, the way they've done the Riddler, that doesn't necessarily have to be the Joker. Like he looked a bit True. scarred up, mm-hmm. so he could have been Two Face. He looked a bit scarred up, so he could have been um, could have been Zaz. But yeah, could have been Firefly because he's like. I don't know, think they bother uh, doing Zaz, and I think that's a shame because I think there could be. I there think could be most, something in the Zaz. I think the most. I think. To be fair, I think the second Harley Quinn film did Zaz quite well, you know, as a named henchman. Yeah. Like, that's quite a good role for Zaz. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't... Yeah. I, t- yeah, I just hate... It's just like, you've got to have Batman, so you've got to have Joker somewhere. I, yeah, like, I'm a bit of the same way. I'm a bit fatigued with the reliance on Joker. Yeah, um, like, this film has spent however long proving that you don't need the Joker. Yeah. yeah. And then you go and throw that in at the end. It's yeah, quite similar to Batman back. Begins. That's what you want. Well, we had this conversation, didn't we, Ollie, about apparently <coughs> if they do a second one, Matt Reeves wants to do a grounded Mr. Freeze. Well, I've, oh, heard, a couple, I've heard a couple, I've heard another one as well. So a grounded Mr. Freeze would be fantastic. Um, I couldn't get off Fassbender as my Mr. Freeze person, yeah. Michael Fassbender. Yeah. Uh, one that's been put to the whole cast so like there was a theory question that was put to the whole cast that thomas and martha wayne were at the head of the court of owls yeah 
And Pattinson made no secret of the fact that he would love to do a Court of Owls story. Court of Owls is, like, so good. Like, even if you don't read comics... So I'm... I, I'm not familiar with the Court of Owls. Give me a give me a synopsis. Dressed all Illuminati, basically. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's a bit more to it than that, and I'd be able to give you more details. But the the the, the one second summary is Illuminati with fancy costumes. Yes. Yeah. But it, like it it sort of like it drips into like everywhere. Like the mm. way they did the way they did in the comic was so good. But it's one of them stories. Like this seems like a bit of a cop out. But it's one of them stories that, like, to tell you about it kind of ruins it. Right, yeah, okay. In a way, like, it's one of them things that, like, right from the start of the whole sort of story arc, like, it, it comes back to other things. So it's like to say certain things opens up a bit too much of the story. Right, right. So you wouldn't, like, I didn't know anything about it when I read it. I've told my mates about it and they're like, oh, yeah, I see that coming. Oh, maybe I'll, oh, yeah, maybe I'll just go and read it then. Yeah, um, I would. I would suggest that you do. It's yeah, it's, it's very good. It's very How many well issues made. is it? I think the twelve, maybe. Hmm. Could they do it in one film, or no, would they need more than eight. one film? Well, apparently, it's the um, the idea for the it's um, the game and Nights, Nights game. game. Yeah, tell, yeah. well, so, Telltale's done yeah. a bit with it as well. I think. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it like. I think it would be good. I think it would just be, I think it would be difficult to do. I think it's one of them where it would be, it feels a lot like when I found out that Civil War was coming out and it's like, right. it's not going to be the same. Is, like, is it though? Yeah. No, it's just not going to be the same. Like yeah. the iconic like panel from that is like, what, what? Cap, in, cap, cap holding a shield up and Iron Man like repulsive yeah. blasting. Yeah, yeah. It. So all that stuff is like, but then you've got like, the Punisher carrying like a, a fallen Spider Man, and it's like you're not gonna have that because yeah, Spider Man's brand new, he's not set up for that. There's no point, and you've not, got, you've not got the right to punish her, yeah. yeah. Like, so these when it was like, oh, they're doing Civil War, I was like, are they though? Are they, are they, are they? Like, it, kind of, it kind of isn't as well. They have a scrap at an airport, <clears> and that's about yeah, it. As, as much as I love so, that film, it's yeah. not. But it's that's not it. the massive like, battle of philosophy that I know the Civil War comic is. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I think it's one of them as well, like, with a lot of things like this. Like, me personally, I love Batman films, but if I had the option to, um, like, watch a Batman film or read a story arc in a comic of Batman that I know is sublime, I would pick the comic every time. Because... Right. That's where it's from. That's what yeah. I... That, it is, that's it is a shame you don't get more high-quality film adaptations. Under the Red Hood's had a really good adaptation. Yes. Dark, yeah. Dark Knight Returns has had a fantastic adaptation. Well, I think Dark Knight Returns, if you read Dark Knight Returns and then you watch Ben Affleck as Batman, yeah, it makes exactly. a lot more sense. That makes a lot more sense, because I've yeah. seen, you, seen the film with Peter... Yeah. Robocop as the voice of Batman. Yes, yeah. goddamn, please. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh my God, yeah, he's man. so good. And like, you get it. That's a really good one for getting some of the iconic shots, you, you know, so yeah. that leaping across yeah, the lightning yeah. and stuff like that. Like, and, then I think you get, and then if, you get Killing Joke, which should have been. Yeah. Killing Joke should have been the best animated Batman film ever. Yeah, it wasn't. It really and it was, was awful. I've got because people put Killing Joke on the, on the pedestal. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Kind like, of, but it was also like the film itself, it almost relied a bit too much on the comics, and the film ends up looking very static. 
Because a comic yeah. can get away with that because you haven't got a choice in a comic. You've mm. got still <clears throat> images. That's all you can do. Like that iconic image of him, like, ha ha, and he's surrounded by ha 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 ha's. They just like shift his head up and down a bit. And because you've not yeah, got the ha ha ha's in the background, you've just got Mark Hamill's incredible laugh. It looks a bit they, lazy. I think did yeah, they do a long Halloween film? The one. Did they do a long Halloween you... film? I think they have, you know. Yeah, they have. I've got long Halloween part one and two on Blu-ray. I haven't watched it yet. Right, um, okay. With Jensen Ackles as Batman, which is... Wow, that's he did. He did Red Hood, didn't he? Yeah, he's been Red yeah, Hood. He's yeah, incredible yeah. as Red Hood. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, he's like Batman, yeah. um, which is partly why I was like, I need to buy this. Like, I need to buy <laughs> Our boy Jensen. Yeah, because... Um, he's a good Jensen. boy, is Jensen. Yeah, he is. Um, he's our Dean, isn't he? So I... Um, yeah, so I've got, but I haven't watched it yet. So I've got part one and two for Christmas, but I haven't had time to sit down and watch it. Right. Um, I watched Tick Tick Boom instead. When I had Good time. choice. So there you go. It was one or the other, and I thought, well, Adam would like it for watching it. And I did. I did, yeah. yeah. Um, I suppose then, let's get down to the nitty gritty. I said the same question <clears> to my friend. If I was giving it stars out of five, I'd go four. Ty, where would you go? Um, I would, I would go a little bit higher. Yeah, I would, say. I would as well. Okay. Are we allowed to do half? Yeah, I would. If you want to do half, you do half. Four and a half for me. Can we do two point five? Don't do that again. <laughs> We've had this conversation about the two point fives on the rest of the podcast. Um, no, yeah, I'd say four. Uh, yeah, probably four and a half. Yeah, say, okay. Definitely. Oh, let's wrap it up then so we can all get on with our lives. Um, because it's now quarter <laughs> to 12 when we started at nine o'clock. Um, yeah, right. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Um, as always, you can help support Farron on film by going over to our sponsor, Offworld Tees, and using the code Farron that's F A W R A N D for 15% off your order. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Farron, follow me uh, also on Twitter at, at, at Farron on film. Ty, you are at the Tybal Edson. I am. Yeah, Ollie, what's yours, Ollie J Ball? Uh, Ollie J Ball, you don't have to follow me. I don't really oh, tweet anything, go but go he for it. He tweets about Manchester City more than yeah. anything else. I don't tweet no, anything. And then, and then actually, <laughs> actually, what he does is he waits for you to be enjoying yourself and then tweets his derision towards it. Yes, that's precisely yeah, that's what, what he does. No, just going back a little bit, like yeah. when he went on in the in the Batman film, and. Um, they were like, "Oh yeah, he's like got this thing. He's got like five hundred followers." Rachel leaned over to me and was like, "You've got more followers than that." Yeah, I was like, "Like five hundred followers is." I'm like, "Hey, I've got I'm, more than that." Yeah, I was <laughs> like, "I'm not a psychopath, I kill people." Like, yeah, you've got more than that. But I felt, I thought the whole point, to be fair, was that he was gaining a hell of a following. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got five hundred followers. Only twenty of them showed up. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Most of them are trolls. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, right, thank you very much for listening, and stay tuned to the podcast for our coverage of the Manchester International Film Festival, which is coming up soon. Uh, stay safe, look after each other, and we will see you next time.